The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. <laughs> I can't do it. Good morning, everybody. I'm ravaged with allergies. Again, I can't go outside. I'm saying. I thought I was fine, and now I'm bad again. Uh, how you doing? My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan. There is uh, Brett Fesley and Big Dick Toledo uh, out and about. This is the morning sickness. It is uh, officially Tuesday and off and running. And so far, we've been on the air for uh, 46 seconds. No mass shootings, no trans controversy quite yet. <laughs> so just keep your fingers crossed. Trying to crossed. get through the morning. Well, we're not going to make it, Brady. So let's just brace ourselves for what's real here. We're not going to get all the way through five hours of a show without a, a mass shooting or a trans controversy. And we've had them combined in the past month. So uh, it's double it's, dipping. It's all we talk about. That's all that's out there. Uh, it's on my brain because yesterday I was in a text thread with a boy. I should have taken your advice. And I thought of this after. What's up? In a text thread with a bunch of friends of mine goofing around about the Budweiser Bud Light thing. And, and everybody's got a meme, right? Right. And so the Bud Light memes of, uh, you know, that there's that, uh, I forget what that was. Was it a cop or a military person who trans transitioned and it said uh and it's just a picture of him as a man that says all right i'll have one more bud light and then they show the can and then they show him as a woman that's like it's the, and then tranny fluid jokes and then the neon sign with the budweiser stripper bent over and the big neon dick and all of them are flying around jokes going back and forth it's an all-day thing so if you can find a meme you're fighting them or flying them back and forth well as brett's advice was the other day if you don't recognize one of the numbers, don't get in the thread. Oh, hell no. Well, I didn't see that one of the numbers was the wife of one of the friends. <laughs> and she is not happy about this. I bet. At all. First off, he was too busy. I'm not, I'm not going to sell him out. He was too busy to talk to her on the phone. That's what we first learned. So this is why you can't talk to me on the phone. You spent, you spent the last 20 minutes doing this Meme with your friends. Right. How did she get pulled into this thread then? It's an old oh, thing. See, so we all thought it was so like the up. four or five of us. Yeah. She's been in on that once before in an organizational thing. Boom. Hammered. And it went sideways. Fast. I bet. <laughs> and she decided to make that argument public. And started discriminating. So I, you know, we're going back and forth about, you know, you transphobe this and my sister's best friend is a blah, blah, blah. And went on and on. And it's like, oh, we're in it now. And then so another thread started of, oh, this dude's a dead man. He's going to get his dick cut off and he doesn't want it. There's going to be another trans. So we started another thread on the side of jokes about how this dude's going to lose his dick and become a woman, too. But uh, the argument has gotten out of control. Like, this is... Three stories this morning that I saw out of the eight on Yahoo that start your day on Yahoo. 
trans related. Uh, John Rich was all over Fox News yesterday uh, talking about how I own a bar and nobody orders Bud Light anymore, so we just threw it away. And it's like, this can't be real. Yeah. And uh, the argument, the uh, discussion yesterday basically was like what I was saying. I don't think people are upset at trans people. I think we're tired of having this thing tossed at us. And if we don't react right, we lose our jobs or you get in trouble or a wife goes nuts. You can't make a joke. You can't, you know, release any tension about like how it's in our face constantly. Yeah. I don't hate trans people. I don't care. I don't, I honestly just don't care. I could, I couldn't have less feelings about what somebody else wants to do with their stuff. But when you show me a Bud Light can and it's got trans people on it, I might go, what's this? And if that reaction hits the person showing me the can incorrectly, suddenly I'm a bigot and I'm, and so we're, I think we're wrestling with that more than anything else. I explained it to the wife yesterday. I'm like, look, nobody here hates trans people. We're making jokes because the jokes are funny. We're all kind of jokesters. If you had a worm on your arm, it isn't going to do you any harm, but you're still going to go Ugh, for a second because it's not supposed to be there or it's not something you're used to. Yeah. And, that and then reaction. you look and you realize, oh, but that reaction doesn't mean you hate all worms. It's just like, ah, oh, what's this? It's new to you. And so it went on for about an hour and it was hilarious. Meanwhile, my friend is going to probably get divorced <laughs> because it got, he ignored her. Evidently. And that's a... I've been with a couple of guys who... Poor Doug. It wasn't, it wasn't Doug. It wasn't Doug. Not Doug Hopkins. Our no, other no, 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 yeah. no. A different Doug. That Doug once went out with me, and he wasn't supposed to, and his phone was blowing up, and I'm not paying attention. He goes, ah, I'm in trouble. We've been out for hours. And I said, what's going on? He goes, I... I should have picked up the phone. I just didn't know what to say. She's been caught. She didn't know where I am. <laughs> so so he does nothing. You're, you're going to get killed. He's an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> we had a good time. <laughs> What's interesting about... He took his week off. How was the couch? The couch probably... <laughs> it wasn't his. I don't think it was even his couch. It oh, was another guy's man. couch, but yeah. it's You just can't... We can't be just... I mean, I saw a story after story this morning. Well, the story that I saw you know, yesterday was... This happened... Um, um, six, seven months ago. Yeah. It was on a podcast and, um, it was one of the, uh, higher ups with, uh, Anheuser-Busch or InBev. Yeah. And she was basically saying, we need to get rid of, we're going to do some marketing changes here because we need to get rid of this frat boy image on the, on Bud Light. No, you don't. And she said it twice. And, and so it wasn't about this can was a random thing. She's like, her agenda was... I'm tired of this frat boy image Look, uh, that Bud Brian. Light has. And I'm like, isn't that kind of defeating? Hey, they do everything. You know, so they're going Look, to the extreme opposite. They're a way. company that's going to try to get any and everybody to drink their beer. I'm I fine get that. with that. If we, had a, if we found out that we were, you know, number one with every demographic in this city except trans people, we're like, well, let's go for it. We yeah. would start doing trans stuff. We're a business. We want that. We would like probably be more friendly to the trans community with a billboard or whatever. If you're that dominant in something, you get them all. You scoop up every grain. And I don't understand why people get so upset other than you're just constantly, you know, it's constantly thrown at you. And your reaction is something. Like your reaction is a 
mark on you. And I think that's what everybody's upset about. I don't think the trans community is hated. I don't think anybody, no. I think it's confusing to a lot of people. But man, oh man, the story this morning I saw this Florida, um, a legislator in Florida had to apologize because he called transgender people mutants and demons. <laughs> and he came out and he just goes, well, I'm sorry about all that mutant demon nonsense. It's uh, uh Probably shouldn't have said that. And that's when you start getting into, like, name-calling and things. You can't... Those are reactions that are legit. But if you just... If you're just like, nah, it makes me uncomfortable, suddenly you hate everybody. It's stupid. We just... We can't just react normally and be like, oh, guy wants to uh, change his gender? That doesn't register in my brain. I hope you understand that. And then you move on. I hope someone can understand that if Brett came to me and said, I want to be a woman, I'd be like, all right, that is you're talking to me, I have no advice for you. I don't know what to say. I My brain doesn't do it. You wouldn't throw a party for him 365 days after he did the transition? I would bone Brett so hard and pull that beautiful lock of hair. Maybe in a broad no way. <laughs> it would never be, work. You'd beat the crap out of yourself. I would. <laughs> want a fresh one? What the hell am I thinking? Do I want a fresh one? <laughs> yeah, it would be... Yeah. I want kids. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> You'd have your own. We talk and change. You're yeah. not mentally deranged. You would have a, uh, a gumar for yourself. Oh. I'm not sure how you do that. It work on cheating on you. Uh, it's just stupid. But yeah, and uh, like story after story. And I'm watching Fox News for 15 minutes yesterday. And they are loving this Bud Light thing. And I don't get the Kid Rock thing. They keep going back to that. Kid Rock's whole message is F you, do whatever you want. And then he gets mad I when can people do whatever do it. I yeah, want. Yeah, right, so so can they. I mean, my whole thing is vote with your dollar. If you yep. don't like it, don't buy it. Who exactly. cares? Exactly. You have Just the ultimate. Shut up. You have the ultimate power. Yeah. If it was a mistake on on InBev's part, then they're going to suffer. Right. If they're not, it's it's come on. Right. It's, it's easy. Bud Light. There's still Bud Light in the can. Yeah. You know what? I've I've actually ooh as a a traitor. I've uh, had Bud Light in a Cincinnati Bengals can. How dare you? I know. And you know what? It was still Bud Light. Nothing Delicious. Changed. And I'm strong enough in my own opinions and my brain to know the can's logo can't change my mind. I've also had um, Iron City beer with a Steelers logo on it. It's terrible. The Steelers logo didn't make it better just because I have a heartfelt attachment to it. Yangling. Yeah. They don't have Steeler logos, but that stuff's pretty good. But Iron City beer is terrible. Uh, Old Style is not my favorite beer in the world. It's a Cubs favorite. Terrible, too. But I'll drink it because it's got the Cubs logo on it, and it doesn't make what's in the can different. You know, it's the packaging. So it's, and and in a weird way, it's the same thing as, you know, a transition person would argue back because that was the argument we got into yesterday, which was it doesn't matter how you label it, what's inside is still the same. Yeah. And that's true of a trans person. And then it went crazy. Then the wife went nuts. But our side texts were phenomenal. And the memes are great. So what we can't lose in all this crap that's going on in the world is the ability of us, quote, normal people, and that's a bad word now, to release with comedy or hilarity a, uh, memes and jokes and things like that without being stomped on. We need a safe place. I think this show's been a safe place for horrible jokes. And terrible, terrible comedy in times of tragedy or confusion. We need an outlet. And I think our outlets are being taken away because we whisper jokes like a Nazi is listening. And yesterday one was. And let me tell you, when a Nazi finds out your jokes, ooh, just be happy you don't have the ring on her. Man. Not funny. Uh, no. 
Especially if you've been ignoring her for 20 minutes to search out memes. <laughs> it's pretty great stuff. We had some good ones. I'm too busy right now. I can't talk to you. Yeah. Well, he didn't even say that. Evidently. This is why this is why we can't talk right now. You're too busy with this. I'm like, oh, boy. We got trouble brewing big time. Yeah. The, the best one, and it was so simple, is just a picture of an old Bud Light can. It says, vintage pre-gay Bud Light, $46. And it's for sale. <laughs> That's hilarious. Pre-gay Bud Light. I mean, the reaction is that of uh, taking a knee to yeah. the uh, national anthem. Yeah. And, the, and that thing was, you know, again. Majority of the people were like, well, I guess if that person wants to do that, go ahead. But... Why, uh, you know, the people were like, right. you know, do you have to broadcast? Have to, is it really? But that became, again, more about, less about one man stand and more about how did everybody else react? Yeah. And then it was forced upon people to react properly and take a side. And it was, it was, and that with our sports and our beer, we're pretty set in stone. We don't like our sports being infiltrated by nonsense. We don't like our beer evidently being infiltrated by political nonsense. And that's where you kind of wish those companies would just be Bud Light. Just be my friend. Don't bring up things that are going to make us both uncomfortable. Why we got to talk about it? Politics, religion. Don't put the Pope on a can of Bud Light. You've it's, never taken a stance before, necessarily. And it's not no. even taking a stance, necessarily. But it's like, they've why done throw gay the hat and the They've ring. done all that yeah. stuff. They, they do that, but, but still. This guy says, uh, I'm so tired of hearing about this woke transgender wokeness news or otherwise speaking as a trans person myself. Yeah, this is Aiden. Yeah. So I can get what you're talking about, Holmberg. And what Brett says, if you don't like it, don't buy it. Move on. Aiden couldn't be more right. And he's having top surgery. That dude's in on it. I think most trans people are more sick of it. And that's up to you guys. You guys have to have a meeting with your loudmouth trans people and say, back off. You're making this harder. I don't think anybody really cares. I wonder who's making the bigger deal about it. Just oh. the, the trans people or the people that uh, are trying to be the woke generation, yeah. you know, like that aren't necessarily trans, but, oh, we got to feel bad for everybody. And Well, like I was telling you over the weekend, uh, because I was so violently allergy sick, I went to Comfort TV and I started watching a lot of Love Boats and Milton Berle was on. And one episode of the Love Boat, Milton Berle's in a dress. And it is hysterics. I mean, they go nuts. Then there was an episode of Frasier where there's a trans joke that runs throughout the... And it doesn't age well, I'll tell you that. In today's world, a show like Frasier would have been so controversial that it pulled it off the air. And Frasier? I thought that they were safe. It was the safest show on TV with an occasional little ribbing. This joke was bad. And it it was by today's standards. And I'm like... This this is weird because Milton Berle was a hero to the people. We've not we're not afraid of trans. We think it's funny. A man in a dress can be hilarious. Monty Python, the oh, whole show, yeah. is that. But and kids in the hall and all that other stuff. So I don't think anybody's really that mad at it. They're just tired of people saying, "What do you think of this?" And if you if you react wrong, you get labeled. And I think that's the problem. One side doesn't want to be labeled, and they're labeling us for reacting like, "Well, it makes me uncomfortable." I think Jay Cutler should run for office now. Don't care. Yep. The platform. Yeah. Yeah. The, the don't care platform would go over huge. I think it would be massive. I think people are acting like they have to care, and nobody really does. Everybody's secretly firing memes back and forth of the jokes, and then on Facebook putting their, 
you know, their trans flag over their, you know, I support the, no, you don't. I've gotten memes and texts from you that are hilarious. It was when, uh, you know, when we were down at the Suns game and that lady started screaming racism underneath. I watched my two uh, high-profile business friends wander away from the situation. Can't even be seen near someone saying the word race. And nothing had happened. It was just too close for comfort. I've got to protect my Not worth brand. it. Got to protect my brand. I'm walking away. And they weren't wrong. But, they, you know, deep down inside, they wanted to say something. You're just not allowed anymore. It's a weird thing. But I do think that when you call people mutants and uh, stuff like that. That's taking it to the other side. That's going where you're like, oh, well, you probably shouldn't have done that. But, uh, yeah. So, again, here we are, 14 minutes into the show. No trans, uh, new trans stories that I know about and no mass shootings. So we're going to keep our eye on that for just a little while. Just a little bit. I also met a guy yesterday. Tell me what you do with this one, Brady, in this day and age. Tell me what you do with this. A friend of mine uh, introduced me to his co-worker at a Circle K, uh, shook his hand. His name was, uh, oh, I wrote it down. Uh, his name was Mike. My name is Mike. African-American gentleman, probably in his late, late 50s, early 60s. And he says to me in a group of people, you can call me Mudcat. <laughs> no, I cannot. Oh, it's good I wasn't there. <laughs> I know. You would have lost your mind. <laughs> you can call me Mudcat. No, I can't. Not in public, at least. But if, if I do that, somebody's going to throw stones at me. I'm going to get killed. Are you crazy? No, that's my, my nickname. I used to play baseball. I don't care. Mike. Your name is Mike. Now, you love nicknames. I'm in. You'd have probably jumped all over that. I am not calling... Anyone of color, Mudcat, until I explained to everyone in the room, he told me this was okay. That was a trap. It's a trap. Yeah. So that was another thing where I'm like, years ago, I'd be like, all right, Mudcat, how you doing? Good to see you, buddy. And we move on. Uh-uh. Yesterday, I was like, ooh, that's wildly uncomfortable. Did you tell him that? No. I just said, okay. <laughs> and I'm like, nice to meet you, sir. It was a quick passing Sissy. thing. But um, if I see him again, I'm saying Mike. I'm not, but the worst part is, is I couldn't even remember his name. I had to look it up because I wrote it down. Uh, How could you not forget that? Well, I know Mudcat. That I didn't forget because if I see him again at the QT, hey, you Kevin's friend? <laughs> I am. You are too, right? Yeah, you remember me. <clears throat> Mudcat. Mudcat. <laughs> Would yeah, you say? escapes me right now. And, then, uh, and the worst part is what if I think it's that guy? Hey, Mudcat. And it's not him. No, I'm not playing that game. I'm not calling anybody that. That is a nickname he needs to retire. You can't do that one to me. That was a trick to a white man. He's just like, oh, whitey's think I'm suddenly like, anyway, don't matter. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, the odds of me running into this guy. Hey, Holmberg, what's going on? Hey, Kev, how are you? This is my buddy, Mike. You call me Mudcat. I will not know. <laughs> no, sir. This is my buddy Fudge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's my buddy Fudge. And we call this one Tigger. I'm not doing any of that. I'm not doing any of that. All this is off limits. None of this is happening. You all get back in the car. In the front seat if you want. I don't care where. <laughs> yeah, I, it's just, it's, and you just realize how touchy everything is. And Brett's brain is not oh, built yeah, for this no. world. 
Not at all. I mean, that would have been a giggle fest for you. Oh, oh, God. And you'd have probably said, call him. Just call him. <laughs> not doing it. Get, get back in the car and shut your mouth. But, you know, you can't even get gas anymore without people making a mockery of your entire life. But it's the way the world works now. Again, no, no shootings as of right now. I, I'm cursing it. And you see the shooting situation. This dude was going to get fired. And he popped back into his work and took out five people dead. I mean. I just thought nice. of your, uh, you know, situation about um, handling when I got things fired? that. No, oh. just uh, handling adversity in, in life. Um, it's just not taught, or it, not not no. that it's not taught. It's just so different. It goes to extremes. Well, then nobody knows how to do it. Everybody's been on pills every time they've it's, had something bad happen. It's, you know, it's okay. You can survive this, and we just don't have that. Uh, yeah. It's like someone's got to pay. Uh, yeah, I have no idea, but that that's horrifying because somewhere out there in this city today, there's a group getting together planning on firing somebody. That's happening, like right now. And, and, you and think is it about, the guy? Is that the guy? Yeah, and just don't. Well, there's going to be a yeah. There'll be a lot of it. I, I just don't. You know, I mean, I don't think it's a normal thing. But you got to think you know, about, especially right now with uh, you know the way inflation, the economy, oh, some yeah. of the things are like we have to. You know, corporations are cutting back. No one wants to get fired, but I mean, you have to sit and consider: will we fire Brett or we fire Dave down the hall? Well, Dave's a little shooty. Brett's a better employee, but I think Brett can handle it. I don't think firing people is horrible. We're, we're firing because we think you can handle it better. Yeah, we can't fire Dave. He'll kill everyone in the building, so we're afraid of him. But yeah, that is a and it's horrifying. And, and then again, the response time? I didn't see three minutes. Oh, was it really? They were right on top of that one. Yeah, they had pictures of the cops walking into the bank before you had any. Like anything else, I saw I saw a picture of a guy walking down the road with an AR-15 within minutes of the story breaking, and I thought it was the shooter, and it was actual police. So that's pretty good. So again, tip your cap to the cops who have to walk towards our loony asses all the time. But this is getting weird. I don't know if it's more common or more information, but it's just not. And there we are bickering around about trans beer cans. And the truth of the matter is, you don't know who's going to shoot you at work. Yeah. It's all horrible. But it's really not. Again, I always say, once I start feeling like everything's horrible, I just go on Amazon, I order something, and when I go home, it's waiting for me. It's a pretty good world. If you can get past all the terrible news and the fact that everyone you know and love hates their genitals. Because <laughs> evidently, that's not what everyone the I one. love I mine. I am, I am in a, a it's a 51-year whirlwind romance with my penis. I mean, it has been... I can't say 51 years. I didn't really know. We got to know each other for about eight, nine years. And once I, once we finally committed to each other, this thing and I have been. Discovered a special purpose. It is. It is. It is. It is a relationship that will go on forever. I've thought about that in car accidents and things like if it got chopped off. If I lose him, I go. It's like that old 90 year old couple. When one dies, the other dies like a day later. If my penis decides to stop working, like one of the saddest things that's ever happened on the show is when your mom said your dad hasn't had an erection since the Clinton administration. I'm like, why is he still here? I don't understand that. Like my life would be over. 
I don't enjoy anybody's company as much to not to have a flaccid penis for years. Maybe for a week or so, or you know, these allergies aren't really top notch for a good one. But I'd be pilling up. I'd be. That's the only time I go to. You tell me I got cancer. I'd probably be like, all right, eh, I'll just let it go. You tell me I've got erectile dysfunction, and I'm. I'm doing, what deal I can. I'm doing what I can to fix that. I'm going to go in. I'm going to take all the treatments. All of them. This guy brings up a good point. How would Klinger from MASH be taken nowadays? Oh, canceled. Yeah. Klinger was trying to get kicked out of the military by acting crazy, and they knew that gay and dressing like a woman would get it done, but they needed him too much. So, yeah, Klinger from MASH is the most transphobic character ever in Probably the one of the funniest shows that's ever been on TV. It's probably, you know, but you can't have that anymore. That'll never happen again. Because he actually got to the point where he he was buying fashion. Yeah. I mean, he wanted certain dresses. It was, it was a it comedy. Was, yeah. It didn't really met Klinger's not real, but he was basically a, a guy who didn't want to be there. So he was trying to get kicked out. And how it's the fastest way to get kicked out of the military? Dress like a broad. <laughs> And he'd show up and do his job in feather boas and gowns. It was hilarious. They also picked one of the weirdest looking men, hairy and strange little Jamie Farr, to be Klinger, which was even funny. Yeah, a lot of comedy goes away with all of these. And I hate when people go on and say, well, maybe it's time comedy grew up a little bit. I'm like, oh, only an unfunny person would say something like that. Comedy can't grow up. That's its point. It's like it's a it's an inner child that always looks for stupid stuff. It says things that adults don't say. Yes, it's uh, you know considerate of boundaries, but it also knows that eh, I'm going to step over the boundaries with some close friends here. We can't lose the memes. That's all I care about. It's the only thing the internet's good for memes. Uh, let's get a wake up song. And again, here we are at six ten. So far. No mass shootings. No Ugh. new trans stories. But we will not get through this show Changes without one or the other. Oh, we got one brewing already. A mass shooting or a trans uh, story? Just a new, a new story that will be... Uh, oh, yeah. No, it's coming. Yeah. I'm saying we're not getting to 10 o'clock without hearing about one of those two things. Something big will pop up. We'll have a little orange bar or an alert on your phone. That's, but something's coming. You'll see. Uh, let's get a wake-up song. 585-9800. A good one. And we'll start off Tuesday beautifully. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98KUPD. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98KUPD.com. Bum, bum, ba, da, da, da. Thank you, Alliance. Our wake-up song for 2023 by the natives known Alliance. I, you know, I brought that up just now in an email. Somebody said, you know, uh, they brought up the idea. It said, uh, is actually right in front of me. One of the reasons people are upset with Bud Light is the fact that the transgender support can was released four days after a member of that community murdered three children. Bad timing. Poor taste. Uh... It should have been delayed. I know the extent of the event is much greater, but go down the rabbit hole with me. Four days after 9-11, would it have been okay for any company to release a product in support of Muslims? Jeez, it's a good question. I don't think so. Here's another thing. How about this one? 
with all of the uh, you know stereotypes and misery that surrounds the relationship between Native Americans and beer. What if you put you know tribal logos on the beer cans? I know one group that would eat it up and love it, but it would probably be pretty insensitive to a group of people that have been ravaged by it thanks to Whitey. Or a series of uh, uh, famous chiefs. Right, right. It's not a it's not a good connection. So, yeah, there's just, just keep, you know, put, you can't put cars on beer cans. They're sensitive to all sorts of stuff like that. We've had, how many meetings where it's like, oh, it's a, a beer promotion. You can't. You don't want to start adding cars or traveling or this. That. I'm like, yeah, that's true. And you keep kids away or there's nothing about, you know, you know, making it close to 19, 20-year-old idea. You just, you just, you have to be so careful. And beer companies are the ones most careful about it. Another email said it's great. He said, all this is uh, garbage uh, politics. Uh, always pay attention to the hand you're not looking at. Yeah, it's sleight of hand. I agree with that, too. And then this one, I totally agree with. says, I'm disgusted by these trans freaks pretending to be something you're not. That's just pure insanity. Signed, Paul Manchaka Jr. Ah, the revisit of Paul Manchaka. Good to hear from you again, Paul. Suppose you've forgotten, Paul Manchaka was the one who pretended to be mentally ill so he could get uh, caretakers to come to his house and wipe his ass for sexual pleasure, which was very verbal Kent. <laughs> the usual suspects when they caught him. Oh, that story's still one of my favorites. Wandering around the Is that street, him walking they, to his car? The lady was suspicious, so she went around the block and saw him go from complete sped walk to normal guy going back to his parents' house after she just wiped his ass. He would commit, <laughs> put a diaper on, dump in his drawers, pretend to be completely out of his mind, have this lady come in, wash his body, and then... It was like nineteen bucks. These, I mean, you got to. The fee has got to be higher. It's got to be higher. Every time I see those mobile nurses, uh, you know, like there's a little van. Saw one yesterday. Oh, it's heading out. Oh, it's a Manchaca visit. But the commitment that Paul Manchaca had nineteen times to have nineteen different people show up and go, I'm loving this. Just you know, method acting. Like, he had to get in character. The doorbell would ring, and he'd be like, all right, here we go, Paul. Hello, I need help. <laughs> all right, let's lay you down. Yeah, let's lay down. My diaper is full. All right. How's your, where are your parents? I live alone. I'm independent. But he was going across the street to his parents' place when they weren't home. And then he'd walk away. I don't know why that dude was, then again. The person I feel most sorry for is Paul Manchaka Sr. As the news banged on his door going, can we talk about your son? And he just threw the door. No. <laughs> he wouldn't answer. He just, please go, please go away. And I saw this story. Texas passed a thing about uh, abortion where they're going to make it tougher, like you can't get pills and stuff for it. So California ordered up a bunch of pills. Do you know how many pills California has? In surplus for abortions? Enough for 20 states? Two million. Oh, yeah, that's ca- that's yeah. outside of their, like, what they know. They're antis- anticipating two million tourists coming into the state to get abortions. 
Is that going to be part of their uh, California commercials? Come it's to California. Be, yeah, come to California. Take a look at this. Spread your legs. We'll take care of the baby. There's a beach. Two million. I'd have guessed maybe 100,000 visitors to a state. Yeah, see the beaches. Look at the beautiful golf courses. Take a pill and eradicate that There's infant. just a mound of pills. Get rid of the baby. I, it's crazy. Two million extra pills to ice uh, unwanted pregnancies from people in just Texas. The mass exodus of whores heading to oh California. God, well, we're in the line for yeah. that. We need to send Larry and every guy <laughs> we know that's single out and stand on the freeway and just wave down these these whores on their way to California to eat baby dying pills. Now you know they put out. That's crazy. Yeah, you can be supportive mm-hmm. all the way through Blythe. You stop Absolutely. by the Carl's Jr., you get them a, a double star. You roll on over, and I don't know if you go all the way to L.A. or if you just can do it right there in Blythe. I'm not sure if you just have to cross over to California. Yeah, stop. Get a date shake, and then uh, oh man, if you're on the eight, the Dateland shakes. I don't like dates, but those still smell good to me. And I'm not a date guy. Stop at the QT, get them a bottle of Sprite and some Teddy Grahams to take with them, and they're all good. That's right. Sprite and the Teddy Grahams are probably that's an upgrade to what they'd get normally. But you got the baby eradicators just right there at the border. Two million. I, I'm i naive to the idea that there's that many of those going on state by state. You had me guessing. I'd have thought maybe two million throughout the country. They got two million extra. <laughs> They're preparing for a wave. Because <laughs> Texas is a flowing over there. It's insane. And this tells me one thing. All those people that moved out of California to go to Texas because of the taxes now need abortions back in the state that they uh, abandoned. So they're still kind of in that purple zone. They're Texas not really just trying to get them out of there. Yeah, Texas trying to get them back. Get them yeah. Well, we got to ban abortion to get you Californians back home. And Gavin Newsom couldn't be faster to produce the baby killers. Joe Rogan moving back to L.A. <laughs> he's got to. And he's taking a <laughs> caravan of ladies behind him. Like Barnum and Bailey. It's just look at this. We got a convoy. The convoy of mildly pregnant ladies with tears in their eyes heading to Blythe. This is going to be the biggest boon for uh, Blythe and uh, what's that one smelly place just across the border by Yuma? Oh, it's horrible over there. Calico or what is it? Oh, Calexico is worse. I don't even know if I think it's the salt sea over there. That's what smells. That salt and sea. Is that what it is? Yeah. El Centro is what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, it smells like dead goldfish. Cow poop. If I lived in El Centro, I'd abort myself. Yeah. How about that? Two million. I see that story like, I've stockpiled two million extra baby killers. <laughs> like, holy smokes. How many unwanted pregnancies are there? Was I there, mean, Was there something about the FDA approval years ago? It got approved too early or something? What, babies? The pill. No, oh, I don't know. Geez, I don't know. The baby smoker? They've had that RU486 thing and the day after pills forever. But that's just, I mean, think about that. You've got like 72 hours. You don't even know you're pregnant. But they don't allow it in Texas now. you got to drive all the way to California to get one of those real fast kind of day after pills. I don't even know if you can make the drive that quick. you got to buy a plane ticket, land, get an appointment. Gulp. <laughs> Gulp it down. Hope it takes. Otherwise, you have a little Palmon Chaka for real. Two million extra. How many abortions are going on? I always thought that crazy person outside the Home Depot on 
uh, Cave Creek and 7th Street with that, like, there's like 43 million a day. I'm like, that's not accurate. There's no way that's right. Uh, maybe he's right. It's nuts. It's more of a safety pill, anything, because aren't they taking it just in case? Well, there's that. So maybe, I don't know, well, but just the, in case, I'm going to I'm pop them one. There's the day afters. You're not allowed to have yeah. those. There's the baby slaughterers that are a little later. Look, let's be honest. That's what it is. And I'm not against it, ladies. I think it's a fine decision, and, and you should be allowed to do it. It's Double Scoop Deucey was handing out the day afters, yeah. right? <laughs> Double Scoop, whose dad was trying to stop all birthrights. And t- yeah, he was handing out the... That was uh, the best Twitter story of two years ago, and Double Scoop Deucey. Giving out the he go day, day after pills. I'm the only one who can get them. <laughs> yeah, the governor's son was doing that. That kind of went away too. So it's an effective program. <laughs> this guy's like drug dealers have to adapt. Nicholas says, "What's up, baby? You want to party? I got weed. I got Molly. I got Coke. I got Plan B in the back of the car. <laughs> you can make all sorts of poor decisions tonight. No regrets." Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know it was that important. I know that you can do it. I'm fine with that. You do whatever you want. Like I've always said, I'm middle of the road on abortion. If I had a protest sign, it would say, it's your choice, whore. <laughs> Make, I cover all my bases with that one. You do what you want. But you are, in fact, doing something really awful. It's a terrible, terrible decision to make. But you can be, you should be allowed to do it. You know? Two million. And the I-10's going to be packed. Think <laughs> traffic's bad now. You think it's bad now? Wait till 5 o'clock on abortion Fridays. And they're going to show up on Monday. It's going to be the worst ones because that'll be like Saturday night's bad decision. Sunday they drive through. We don't even catch them. But on Monday they're coming back all full of tears and regrets <laughs> and hormones. And they hit the I-10 about 5 o'clock. It's going to be miserable can't get an appointment on Sunday, you got to get it Monday morning, 10 o'clock, you get your pill, you hop back in the car at 11, you leave L.A. at 11, that's six hours to Phoenix, you're going to be right in the heart of the mess. Will people be able to do the end around and, and get it at Rocky Point, you know, at the <laughs> pharmacy there? I'm sta- I am staying away from Mexican drugs, because you think the abortion pill's bad, wait till you fentanyl your ovaries. Nothing about that's working for me. So, yeah, I, just, I was blown away at that number. I thought that was a fantastically large number. Turns out, evidently, they need it. But, yeah, Detour Dan's going to have his hands full. Looks like one of them Monday abortion days out here. We're watching the I-10 heading east, and it is packed full of terrible decisions and women crying. Worst combination for rush hour. Holiday weekends, forget about it. <laughs> Oh, man. They try to float over on Memorial Day. Got plan B. Got plan B traffic right now. Yeah, this is why it needs to be legal. I mean, think of the traffic, please, for God's sakes. (laughs) Does New Mexico, can New Mexico legalize all this stuff? I'm not sure where they stand. We can keep them going all the way. I think it can happen. Uh, I think we can talk New Mexico into anything. (laughs) I always think of New Mexico, and I've been to Albuquerque a few times. I lived there when I was a kid. And that's why I don't like Mexico. It's because I've been to New Mexico. And if that's the new version, I don't even want to see the old one. If this is the upgrade, Jesus Christ. The old thing's got to be a mess. Anyway. Uh, And then uh, Brady handed me this thing, which I find fantastic. Uh, Everybody's trying to find a reason to make global warming a thing after this amazing winter. (laughs) Like the drought's kind of done. 
reservoirs in California are at the fullest level they've been at in like years. No, they're not. Yes, they are. And they wasted a ton of it, letting it flow off, arguing about who gets it next. Um, they say now that home runs are more prevalent in baseball uh, because of, uh, not because of PEDs or anything, it's because of global warming. They think that global warming is a big play on why home runs are being hit at a higher level. Well, chicks dig the long ball, so spray that aerosol in the air. It makes the game better. I love baseball. If you're going to see some home runs getting out of the yard because molecules in the air are moving differently, okay. I'm fine with that. Aaron Judge's record of 62 home runs should have an asterisk next to it because uh, he hit that under the influence of a PED, a performance-enhancing disaster. Dartmouth College says that climate change is responsible for 50 more home runs per season. When the air heats up, the molecules move quicker and away from each other, and the air is less dense. That means less resistance, and the ball can go farther. Supposedly a 1% increase in the likelihood of a home run with every degree the air warms. So eventually, everything... So the dog days of summer? Yes. Yeah, well, when it gets warmer, evidently every pop fly is going out of the yard because Greta Thunberg said so. It doesn't have anything to do with all the new ballparks being like 290 feet down the lines now and Aaron Judge being 7 feet tall and 300 pounds of pure muscle mass and playing in Yankee Stadium. Nothing to do with that. It's global warming. They will put global warming on anything. That, that thing sneaks into every single discussion of, like, air. Well, you know why they're hitting home runs, global warming. Well, then how come Mickey Mantle hit 60 and Maris hit 61? Why did that happen? Why did Babe Ruth hit 60 with a dead, wet baseball? Ball. Yeah. The bat, the bat being was treated was six hundred ounces. I don't know how. Why did he hit sixty? Has nothing to do about being, um, on average, maybe thrown a little harder. Yeah, and the swing speed is. Uh, they also a put little baseballs in humidifiers quicker. for a little while to calm them down because the baseballs were wound so tight. Live balls, uh, steroids, better training. A, yeah, better training. They're going to do it to um, you know another sport is uh, golf. The swing yeah. speeds are so much; they're hitting the ball so much further. Yeah, and you, you're landlocked on a lot of the courses. That's incredible. They're going to change up. Global warming has caused the the golf ball to fly a lot farther. Not because they now do computerized technology with every. It's not just a Fred Flintstone's rock on a stick like it used to be. And those guys were amazing hitting those cruddy clubs. But the courses are. It's not the course. It's global warming. Global warming is the reason the ball moves fast. Well, if, if that's true, how come my plane rides aren't quicker? Wouldn't that be yes. nice? Yeah, wouldn't that be better? How come we're not, how come, like, I can't, like, kites aren't easier to fly? It's cooler up. <laughs> oh, because it's like, because it's an argument that They're just battling. fails immediately. Yeah, you can't have that, though. You can't, uh, you can't argue it. It's immediately, Dartmouth College says it's global warming, and that's why Aaron Judge is a stud. I look at Aaron Judge, and I'm not, you know, I like baseball a lot. I wouldn't call myself an expert, but I'm up there. I look at Aaron Judge standing in front of me. And I don't even know if he plays baseball, but my first thought is, that guy's going to hit a lot of home runs. He's huge. That's huge, though. 1%. Yeah, it's a 1% jump. That's not, you know, it's a 1% chance. That means that one that would normally go off the wall for a ground rule double is a home run. Is over. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, you can't bounce him over anymore. He's going to take that extra five feet to get over the yard. 
Well, wouldn't that mean then also that the players can jump higher to stop balls from barely going over the fence? I would think so. I think so. And you could design the cleats maybe with a new material. Yeah. It's garbage. But it's going to get them PF Flyers. They can run faster and jump higher, <laughs> just like in the, the sandlot. <laughs> PF Flyers did it. Global warming. It's everywhere. We're in transition. Uh, also, don't say that. No, I can't. Uh, Bud Light will get <laughs> canceled. Uh, I've got three people making Al McCoy statues. Nice. Yeah, I didn't right. do this on... Pre- now, look, all I did was mention it yesterday. And I got three guys who were like, I'll do it. One guy's chipping one out of stone. Another dude's going to make some sort of a mold. Whoops, sorry. He's going to make some sort of a mold. And then uh, I got this one. It says, hey, man, uh, this is Jim. He said, since my body started to break down, I've been in hell. I got a titanium knee, a 22-inch rod, 24 screws wrapped in wire, a full hip replacement, my left knee, hip... Uh, they're done. Both shoulders on the horizon. I've had it. I'm ninth generation German woodworker who grew up with first generation Italian stepdad. Imagine the clashes in my house. But the greatest man I've ever known is my dad. Spent the last five years taking care of him. But when he passed, he wanted me to write a book or do something memorable that I can pass on. He took me to Suns games when I was six. Uh, as I said, he had season tickets for the Suns for 15 years, and we would wait around after the game to hear the post-game radio that Al did. And I used to hate it. We would sit and listen to Al McCoy's post-game uh, after the game. I wanted to go home and do my thing. But those memories are now so precious to me uh, that I have to do something. I've done sculpting in the past, not to this magnitude, but I'm good at it. I won't show anybody until you approve it, Holmberg, but I gave you a brief history of myself because I'm bored and I have knowledge of uh, what I can do and who I am. Buck McCain is a famous Western sculptor who's done work for National Geographic and the Franklin Mint, and his studio was next door to my shop in Tucson. I lived there for 25 years and dealt with all the S that came back. I watched the process uh, for years. Bronze is incredibly hard, uh, but I can do it. I can do it in wood, at least. Life-size, of course, something I'm going to start today. And if it do it well, it's done. My life has been in purgatory state, and it's time I start to live again. Thanks for the inspiration. I look forward to showing you my work. I'm a listener that doesn't always agree with you, but I have the utmost respect for you, Jim. This dude awesome. was inspired by me saying build an Al McCoy statue to the point where he's, he's changing his entire life, Brady. He's going to carve himself a little Al McCoy at home out of a tree. Right, my guess is he's going to chainsaw out some Al McCoy, and it's going to start to look a little bit like a bear, and he's just going to make a bear. But still, <laughs> it's the thought that counts. It is the thought that counts. We've got three versions. We can put Al McCoy all over this valley. We could. We can start sticking Al McCoy everywhere. I heard Broomhead say it yesterday. He's like, if, if uh, I'm thinking this, and I think he stole it, Broomhead. Because he's like, they need to name a street down there by Footprint Center after Al McCoy. I'm like, I know where Broomhead got that. I've been talking about that. And he goes, but. And then he threw it. He goes, uh, but if I'm thinking of it, I'm sure smarter people than me have already thought of it. I'm like, that's a <laughs> You're good, welcome. good cover, yes. buddy. Been talking about Al McCoy Street for two years. And I won't let go. But uh, now we got a dude making one out of clay or something. He's making a bust. Sounds like we got a wood version. Yeah. But I, here's the other thing, though. I don't want, like, 100 Al McCoys given to me. What am I going to do with all that? We'll place them around the valley. We have an Al McCoy Easter keg hunt. Yeah. We have 98 That's Al McCoys actually. hidden all over the place. If you find Al McCoy's head laying around, he'll give you an extra 100 bucks or something. Shazam! It's like there's a 
ton of businesses that would put an Al McCoy statue. Well, we would have one here for sure in our office or in this room. I have. uh, He's a broadcasting legend, and it bugs me to no end that the Suns have stuff named after WNBA players. By the way, did you guys? Are you all hung over after yesterday's big night for the WNBA draft? I'm shocked I'm that I made it in today. Yeah, me you know, too. It was I mean, a big I'm night. hoping we can end the show early. Well, today. we tried to get yeah. a table at the sports bar, and it was just packed. There was nowhere to sit. And so we went over to another couple places. But, I mean, as popular as that WNBA is, we should name streets after people. No! Parking was a bitch. There oh. so many Subarus blocking everything <laughs> yeah. up. I mean, I could I thought there was you know. a Subaru sale yeah. at Zips by my house because the parking lot was just <laughs> chock full of them. Yeah, absolutely nobody cared about that. So naming a street after Diana Taurasi was a woke move. we got to change that. Every restaurant downtown had poke bowls for lunch specials. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the whole city smelled of fish and anticipation. <laughs> what do you think the Merc are going to pick up? Oh, God. What is that smell? Is that some sort of mustard sauce with eel, ah. eel juice? And they haven't ah. even gotten their food yet. Ah. <laughs> We're at McDonald's. Why does it smell like that? Overflow the fish. But yeah, <laughs> of course you will. Look, lady, you don't even have to open your mouth. Your flannel told me you wanted. How many is all I need to know? Put up your hand. How many? What's all over your fingers? Oh, yeah, that's filet of fish juice. Heavy on the I'm going to hit the tartar hard. I want a creamy fish. Oh. <laughs> Oh. I hope the Merck get Caitlin Clark. Mm. My mouth's getting all gummy and wet. Can't wait to dive into that fish. Anyway, nobody went to see that. So Al McCoy getting something named after him long before. Yeah. You can't smell me. I'm Caitlin Clark. It's C. What? Yeah. Al McCoy having a thing named after him. But watching people... Uh, you know, get that inspired by just us talking about Al McCoy. And that, that's a great story. And you forget about those things. Again, I go to comfort television when I don't feel well. I'm watching a lot of Cheers, Love Boat. That Pluto TV is the best thing I got going. And I'm watching these shows, and Frasier was on. I wasn't a huge Frasier fan. I liked little bits. It wasn't Cheers to me. But, man, it just it's nostalgic. And yesterday, oddly enough, as I'm watching an episode of Cheers, I remembered watching it with my dad. And for some odd reason, I remembered having done a bunch of yard work that day. And we and, and then you watched and Cheers then we, after? And Cheers was on later that night. It was a Thursday evening, and I don't remember why we did it. I came home from school. He was home. And he's like, let's get this done today. And we just busted out tons of stuff in the backyard. It was like two dudes just busting their ass, making something happen, and then hitting the couch. And Cheers was on at 8. It might have even been summer. It might have been a rerun. But I remember watching it, and I was like, wow, this is a one of those oddly nostalgic episodes that is hitting me. And then I get an email from Jim, and it didn't register then. You know, you're not thinking about it then. I didn't want to do yard work. That was like a great day thinking back. This Jim guy had to sit and listen to Al McCoy's post-game conference with his dad, and he was miserable about it. And now it's one of his fondest memories. Boo-hoo. Yeah, I'm saying this all because Toledo... Toledo loves these talks. <laughs> Bragger. Yeah, I mean, it's great having dad <laughs> memories. I think they're awesome. So it's going to inspire Jim to go out there and carve up a wooden Al McCoy. You got any pull with the uh, H&H Ranch HOA to get, like, a section of oh, man, the, down at the concrete down there or something? You're close enough, right? 
Do I have any pull? <laughs> no. We just got Hopkins might though. Nay. He might. <laughs> Doug's making me do the uh, renegotiation on the H and H Ranch this year because they're giving deals to new residents, and so I'm going to go down and play like I'm gay. Nice. And say I want because I'm not technically on the lease, right? So I'm like I want on the lease. My, I'm, we're we're taking this to the next level. So I want to be part of this. I'm going to take, and I also want the deal that because I'm a new resident. Because I'm being asked to move in with my my fella TV Doug Hopkins, nice. <laughs> just to see what they say, and uh, so the only thing we got in return so far is that there's a letter that says somebody on the 16th floor is smoking too much weed, and you guys are on what floor? 16th. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, it's like, a, and sometimes you get off the elevator and you're like, and it's not us. We don't do it. But it stinks. It's a party floor. Like, well, you're not allowed to do that. It's a classy dump. And uh, you can't have weed smoke smell. Nothing but it's bud a- and twinks up on the 16th. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I roll. We roll hard with the beers. No better statement than it's a classy dump. It's a classy <laughs> dump. You can't have weed stink when you're popping out of the elevator and you're having guests over. Uh, but, yeah, so they put that up. But I'm going to go down there and tell them, I'm like, look, as a new gay resident, why aren't you giving me the deal? We could... Uh, Modify a McCoy statue, make it the valet podium, but you just put a little shelf oh. in the back. You know, it's just McCow- Why Al McCoy front. Yeah, but Al standing with the valets. Because they, <laughs> they might not have a spot for him over yeah, there. You don't want to <laughs> make him seem like the world's greatest valet. Yeah. No. no. You know, he's just got a microphone. Shazam! $40, please. <laughs> we'll make big money. What's your first name? Here's big, your ticket. Big money. Yeah. Whoa, brother, that's a Range Rover. <laughs> What's the statue for? He's a great broadcaster. Why is he in a valet's outfit? The guy carved a funny outfit. We don't know. It's not an official statue. But if you can get a statue Al McCoy done that quick, if we can get listeners motivated, damn it. And this guy says, I'm looking uh, for a rendering of Al McCoy. If I can find one, I'll make a plaque with it. Uh, and he made me, this guy made me a Steeler sign. Now I got another Al McCoy rendering, like a cut out of his head. For reference, there's a great one. At Safeco Park in Seattle, T Mobile, they put Dave Niehaus, legendary yeah. broadcaster. He just died. Passed, away, passed yeah. away about seven years ago. And they made a whole thing of him, and they put in the fence, my oh my, fly away is his call. Yeah. And they put that in center field. Oh, it's you need beautiful. to have him you need to have Al McCoy statue somewhere near the footprint center. That's beautiful. I actually really like that. And you can and it has like the co-broadcaster chair there. You yeah. can sit in it and take a picture with him. Take a picture with Braun Steve Neehouse. Yep. So you need something like that for Al. For completely. And I haven't heard a whisper of it. Like nobody's like I don't know. Well, I know maybe, people who work at the Suns and are like, they're not even unveiling anything. Maybe you just need the product. So all these people that are making stuff, you yeah. need to, we just like, need on it. a trailer down there. And That's just, it. Instead of petitions that never yep. work. Because somebody said, have all your listeners sign a petition to get the 51 named for him, which is a great idea when you think about it, because the 51 is how many years he broadcasts. Oh, there you go. Yeah, but so you get, never do they're that. never going to nope. change that. So that petition falls dead. Maybe a stretch of the 51 is the Al McCoy. Does 51 have a name? Now? Piestawa. Piestawa. Oh. Can't touch that one. Right. But he's getting his own beer now, though. Is he? Is that the Al McCoy beer? Well, that's great. Who did that? Phoenix Beer Company. Oh. Where is, is he? Is he in a dress or is it a... <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, brother. I'm a sister. Shazam IPA. <laughs> oh, that's great. We got to try that. Who made it? Uh, Phoenix Beer Phoenix Company. Phoenix Beer Company. They make good beer. 
See, that's everybody wants to do a tribute, and the Suns aren't doing anything. Ishbiel, get on it. Get on it. We that's the thing. We need to inundate them with statues and busts, and like, and just flood it. They build something. I'm, I'm harping on this like crazy because I want it to get done. You need to get Colangelo in on this. It'll get done. Oh, Cal- oh yeah, his people will get that oh, yeah. done. Brady? It's, so, it's already got a hotline? Yeah, yeah, get something done. But I've, I've been talking about it for the longest time, and I just I hate that it's not. I hate that I don't have any idea how to get this finished. Like, I want to hear the sun say they're building a statue. It's going to be unveiled on, you know, I don't know, the 15th of May. I don't know. You said the one guy was carving it out of marble. Is it gonna no, be like some the dude's doing a David. He's doing a stone one. I don't know what kind of stone. Like, I was saying, JC should uh, get the marble thing. Yeah, Jesus Christ, David. Jerry <laughs> Clay. Oh, Jerry I want to give Barry Wood <laughs> junk though, because I mean it is Al. Come on, and there you go. I can get J. Todd Himes, my artist, to paint a big wiener version of that. Yeah. Al doesn't deserve that treatment. Yes, he does. Warren Jeff's treatment and the Donald Trump treatment. Big dork. The, what the, what's be, wrong with that painting? You wouldn't want that of you? Oh, I just, brother. Well, ask Brady. He's had it done. He knows. Yeah, Brady <laughs> has J. Todd build him a big penis. All right, I'm yeah. in the C-ring of honor. Yes, you are. <laughs> I got a Warren Jeffs. I got a Donald Trump. I got two Barry Woods. <laughs> I'm working on a couple others. Well, come on. Hopefully the other ones don't bring up trauma like the last one did uh, for J. Todd. It's fine. He's fine. He gets over it. <laughs> He's an artist. That's He's painted m- enough cranks Man, now. It's, is, you know, J. Todd Heim, that down. <laughs> he has mastered the art of painting a veiny one. Brady's was great. We sold that for that's two right. grand. That's right. Is that how much it went for? Twenty five hundred. Twenty five hundred bucks. We sold a painting Man. of naked Brady with a huge slong. and a beer can collection behind it. It was a great painting. Do we have to Dude like, prop that up on the outside outside of the door for that guy to come get? No, we met him in the in the lobby. That's right. We had it at the golf tournament That's last right. August. And we had to turn it around every once in a while. We were <laughs> right. concerned that a few sponsors weren't going to understand what we were up to. I had a, a, a one of the salespeople said, "This is a pretty conservative group here coming up." I'm like, "No conservative group is playing in this." Right. Like no group of people are like, "I've never is playing in this golf tournament." Don't worry about it. But a few of the wives weren't real like, what's that for? Like your group chats. Yeah, exactly. But this one was, they, they, everybody liked the Brady penis painting. It was very funny. In fact, even the people at the Humane Society, they held it up for a little while. They had it at their, their tent, which was hilarious. So, yeah, Toledo, I don't know what you're talking about. You, give, you paint a picture of a guy and you give him a huge schlong and he's going to be upset about it? I don't think that's a thing. No, I didn't say he'd be upset. I'm just thinking that. <laughs> yeah. Why'd you do that to me? This is embarrassing. Like, no, it's not, Al. It's a tribute to you and how... It's too small. You're swinging a huge one. <laughs> it's proportionately inaccurate. <laughs> wham, bam, slam. All right. Eventually, that's all he's going to be is catchphrase. So, yeah, get somebody on this thing for Al. I want all of them. Yeah. <laughs> this guy says, have Mexicans start finding Al McCoy in their tortillas like Virgin Mary and Jesus shows up. So, yeah, just to get an Al McCoy tortilla. That's a great. Everything needs to be Al McCoy centric for the next few weeks. The playoffs start on Sunday. I mean, they technically start tonight, but for the Suns, they start Sunday. Everything needs to be Al McCoy crazy. Everything at the Suns arena needs to be Al McCoy. You have Al McCoy uh, face on, a, on the bread of your burger. 
Like Spinato's is the official pizza down there. They need a Al McCoy pizzas with his face all over everything. He needs to be everywhere. He needs to know it mattered more than just this little T-shirt. But I love naming the 51 after him. Uh, they were going to name part of the 51 after Randy Johnson right. years ago. Uh, well, they were looking for a new name, but then they gave that Piestwa that thing's over. Lockdown. Yeah, it's, that will never move, ever. Can we name I still don't call it that. Station. No, 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 no. Can, call... we, can we name things at the station after Al? Sure. Next year's honorary Al McCoy keg hunt. <laughs> we just start bringing Al into things he doesn't necessarily For want no to reason. Of, right? <laughs> it's the 14th annual Al McCoy Easter keg hunt. <laughs> for which I am not affiliated. Whoa, brother. Put me in the deep freeze. Anyway, I just, I, it's, it's been on my brain for months and months, and I just wish it was a thing. <laughs> I don't understand uh, why he would be a valet, but Brady's just looking for any place to stick an Al McCoy. Yeah. And I have him at coat check. People can throw their jackets just, on him. What's this here at the Nordstrom's? Hey, welcome to Nordstrom's. Al McCoy. Everywhere. Gilbert Ortega out front. Well, in a headdress. <laughs> Why don't you savages go home? <laughs> it's my Al McCoy statue. Every business should be required to have an Al McCoy standing out front. Park's closed. The Al McCoy out front should have told you. Anyway, we love you, Al. And it's a great moment for that. That letter from Jim, he and his dad listening to you, you meant a lot to a lot of people, so... I want that. Phoenix doesn't have one of those. I don't think we'll ever have one. We've got no... I love Bob Brenly, but we don't have any broadcasters for the Diamondbacks in 25 years. Uh, Tom Brenneman, I wish he'd have stuck around here. Governor's thrown the towel in. Governor's Governor's 25 in, but did he make a mark? This is last year. Yeah. Schulte did Suns games. People don't even remember it. Yeah. Yeah, he's a good dude. He does a nice job, but Greg Schulte is not the voice of the Diamondbacks. You don't think Greg Schulte, do you? No. And I like Greg Schultz. because they have so many other guys that do it. Well, he's been the steady one. No, but he, like they sub in on the on the, the radio broadcast. Oh, do they? I thought he was always the guy. I've never heard anybody else on there but Schulte. I like what he's, he's Jeff Munn does it every once in a while. That's guy. what I'm saying. When they move Schulte over to replace Perfume on mm-hmm. TV. That'll be it for Schulte, though. He's going to be done puking out words and ball players. Not going to get a championship again. Got one. Watch Wolfley will get one before uh, Al McCoy. Oh, travesty. I'm all in on that. For Wolfley? Wolfley, <laughs> Wolfley having a statue is awesome. <laughs> He's kind of got his own statue. He's got <laughs> would be so cartoonish. <laughs> Dripping with blood. Dopey, weird cartoon of some... It just know. titled it Blood Farmer. That's all you'd have yeah. to title it. <laughs> a statue of the basin the onions gave me. <laughs> what anyway. is that word? Yeah, it's the basin. We're all basin onions. I don't know. Look, just let them fly, man. <laughs> He's going for a thing. Anyway, Al McCoy is the—he's a god in this down to me. So, I know I'm a little off, John, but is a sexual position named after Al? Can that be something? <laughs> the Shazam? Yeah, it's when it's you, already, you dry finger there. somebody. Yeah. You, you, you put some—we came up with that years ago, and it's Al. And you know what? Al McCoy inspired that. I said it when uh, my, uh, that girl who the, you know the Brian Adams girl. She was into the back door stuff. Shazam! I didn't know anything about it. And she did not lube up or anything else, but she went middle finger right into my honey hole, and 
I think I said the word Shazam <laughs> from downtown. I went right into Al McCoyisms. Whoa, brother. Hey there, do you like it? No. Start crying. I was, I did. Well, that was for Brian Adams. That was the same night. No, it wasn't to that. Oh, you've done it again. You son of a bitch. That was later. The same night that she shazammed me, though, she decided to take a taste. And that's when I started to cry. I did. I love you. I wasn't, it wasn't a love cry. It wasn't a love cry. It was a, this is awful cry. When your knees are touching your shoulders as a man, and there's hands on your thighs. You know when you're laughing so hard, you can't fight back? It's a lot like that when there's a salad going on. <laughs> you got no fight in your body. And I didn't like it at all. And a tear rolled down my cheek. It was horrible. <laughs> at least five or six pages written in that five-pocket mead. Oh, oh, there was a lot. Well, that I dodged a lot of chatter about that. Just to, we didn't bring it up again. I found out I didn't like it, and then she plagiarized this as a letter to me. I know the words. This is a song. Anyway, shut up, Brian Adams. This guy says, "Can we get a Dave Pratt statue in front of KUPD? Just a twenty foot dick." <laughs> hey, I'd, be, I'd be all for that. Too big. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, not on him. Oh, just an actual twenty-five foot okay, dick. Gotcha. Just a big crank in hanging honor out of Pratt. <laughs> All right, buddy. And we unveil it, and it's just a big veiny wang. Here you go, Pratt. This Promise, Katie KB you. would get too excited, yeah, but we can't do that. <laughs> They'd be just spinning on it. <laughs> anyway, should be the opposite. Should be a little gnome in our little garden over there. A little Pratt gnome. Yeah. I'll just. Take a huge in the parking lot and we'll bronze it. It's okay. out there. Star Worldwide. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> worldwide pants. Whatever you are. I don't know. Loser. Anyway. Can't stand that guy. Uh, what do you got in the big board of musical treats over there, Bert? Uh, it is wake-up song time, and it's, of course, brought to you by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. Weather is becoming amazing, and it is now time to hit the trails. And Action Ride Shop's a place to go. You need to pick up a bike. You need that bike serviced. they got the best wrenches in town. You need the accessories. They got it all. ActionRideShop.com, or just go visit them over there on Gilbert Road in Southern. Uh, on the list, Sepultura. Uh, Corey Taylor's culture head for everything that's going on nowadays. Uh, Primus, ACDC, Lamb of God, After the Burial, Anthrax, Lou Reed, Walking the Wild Side, uh, Skindred, Mudvayne, Mastodon. <laughs> That's for the Bud Light cans. Yeah. I see what they did there. Chimera, uh, Disturbed. Yeah. You know, I don't know when we're supposed to do it, but we're about to hit two huge concert announcements this morning. You can announce morning. the first one. We can announce them both. Foo Fighters are coming. I'm supposed to. I don't care. And uh, uh, Avenged Sevenfold, but not together. No, no, no. Two different shows. Yep. And, uh, you not have the info? Not in front no. of me. Foo Fighters are coming here, and everybody was October like, or I thought they weren't going to tour. I thought they weren't going to do anything. Nobody knows the answer to the question you're all asking, so let's just be happy. That and we're not allowed to we're not, we're not supposed to ask. Really. I'm happy they're coming around. Vent Sevenfold, Talking Stick Resort Amphitheater, October 8th, with special guests falling in reverse. Tickets go on sale this Ooh. Friday at 10 a.m. Good at 98kupd.com. And then the Foo Fighters, I got details on that one, too. Hang on. 
Now, last time we had a lot of concert announcements this good, COVID happened. Remember the March and April we were supposed oh, to have yeah. in 2020 with Rage, Pearl Jam, Foo Fighters? Purpose. Yeah, and then COVID happened and shut down the greatest run. We're doing it again. We've got show. I mean, these shows coming starting in a couple of weeks. People are excited about U-Fest. That thing's getting crazy sales. Well, we got, you know, Godsmack coming and then all these other bands that are on the Chili Peppers will be here. You got... Uh, Nickelback, don't forget about that. But you got Guns N' Roses, Metallica. This is all around the same time. So both of these shows are the same week. Foo Fighters, Talking Stick Resort Amphitheater, October 3rd. General on sale begins Friday at 10 a.m. at 98kpd.com as well. So okay. Avenged Sevenfold and Foo Fighters, both on sale, 10 a.m. Friday, 98kpd.com. Avenged is the 3rd. The 8th. Okay, and Foo is the 3rd. Foo is the 3rd. Guns N' Roses is the 11th right. of that same week. What a crazy, crazy month. That is going to be nuts. And then the month Rock-tober. before, yeah, month it's before is Metallica. Yeah, and then September, you start September off with that. And you got Mudvayne in there, too. Yeah. And I mean, it's just... And Mudvayne's here in August, and Ghost is here September 8th. I mean, this is going to be... There's a ton of great stuff coming your way. So this is going to be fun. Maybe we should do a little... That new Avenged Sevenfold song is cool. I, I have a I third concert announcement that just came over. All right. Baby Metal and Death Clock. <laughs> well, All right, so we had two concert announcements. <laughs> October 10th at Arizona Financial Theater. All right. Hey. They're calling it the Baby Clock Tour. I like that. <laughs> well, that's what California's got those two million pills for. Right. You're on the Baby Clock. You better get your ass over there. You get 72 hours to eradicate that. We should do back-to-back wake-up songs I'm for in. the concerts. I'm all in. Avenged and a little foo. How about some White Limo? Yes. And, uh, and the new uh, Avenged song. The new Avenged song, I absolutely can't get enough of that guitar. Yeah. I think that. And his and people always ask that what happened to his voice. The singer for Avenged Semfold's had two surgeries. Yeah. And you can hear a difference. But uh, this song's grown on me a ton. The, the way he sings. Yeah. I'm surprised it's taken this long to get them surgeries. Yeah. I mean, it's just. Oh, he's. He's. Belts insane. It. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, White Limo is a Foo Fighters song that if you haven't, this is one of the best things. That, this thing just drives, man. So, yeah, let's do it. A concert, Psyching Rock for two shows coming in October in the same week. The Foo, which I'm thrilled that the Foo's back. I heard they weren't going to be the Foo Fighters anymore. I heard they were going to change their name uh, since their, you know, misfortune last year. And I'm glad they're not. I'm glad the Foo's just like, you know what, let's just do this. Let's go back to back. Foo Fighters and uh, Avenged Sevenfold Nobody. This is White Limo. Concert Psyching Rock for you. Coming in October. I'm excited. It's the Foo. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Brett is saw, uh, like like sighing audibly as he reviews his uh, future videos. So stay tuned because evidently gem awaits. it's rare to hear Brett react. So something's coming our way. <laughs> if he's reacting like Something that. Something wicked this way comes. Brett has it still it. doesn't beat Fridays, but it's oh, a Friday's thing with the scissors. That's the worst thing I've ever I think ever Dom's, got vi- he, Dom's yeah. actually got video of our reactions yeah. to that one. Because they had the cameras in yeah. here for the... Easter cake thing. I have no idea. I, I don't think I'll ever see anything worse than that. And thinking about it's making me uncomfortable. Good God, man. Uh, it's time now for, uh, before we get to those videos that uh, we eagerly anticipated, it's time for the uh, Brady Report. It's brought to you by our friends at Hooters. Uh, how about Hooters for lunch? Monday through Friday from 11 to 2, you can get $3 off sandwiches, tacos, specialty burgers. It's a good deal. 
available at all Phoenix area Hooters locations. Specials for lunch. Good deal. Say hi to Brittany and the gang over there in Mesa or wherever you go. Cameron up there at whatever the other one is. I don't know if she's in Phoenix, I think. All of our friends at Hooters. And then uh, be sure to say hi to Tom Wintermeyer, who's probably there. Uh, Norm! He's the norm of the Hooters in Mesa. So uh, head on over there to Hooters and say, thanks for this Brady Report. Brady Report. Good Tuesday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy National Pet Day. Oh, so I, somebody emailed me a second ago and said, uh, you said your dog had an operation yesterday. How'd it go? So my dog had this massive, uh, evidently Gordon had a kidney stone. Uh, or a, I guess, it's, I don't know if it's a kidney stone or a, it's a bladder stone. It was in his urethra. It was a big one. And on the x-ray, it showed up like huge. And like, we got to get that out and make sure it's okay. And so we're like, all right. So they do the x-ray again yesterday. I'm like, sure. They go in. They cut the little fella open. They get in there and like, ah, it wasn't a kidney stone. It's just some sort of a weird uh, goof in his urethra. It's no big deal. Sewed him back up. Everything's fine. I'm like, well, four grand for you to do nothing, really? Ouch. I mean, I know it had to be done to make sure it was nothing, but did it? But he's doing well. He's doing very well. He's being Yeah, he's fine. I sleep on the... Uh, why was he Irish? What happened there? A grifting, <laughs> a grifting. Uh... I'm not sure. You Don't know worry about it. Why would a grifting Irishman come out? A grifting pikey. <laughs> All right, there's a moratorium on now accents. If you if you're, you're going to make us guess, uh, anyway, uh, yeah. So, but he gets the bed. I'm couched. Uh, I'm out. I, I'm on. I'm in another room. I don't have my own space. Gordon's being very well taken care of. A big pillow fort on my side of the bed, or in my well, his side of the bed, and I sleep somewhere else. But he's doing well. It was a, just an odd little thing. It's like I'm glad he's okay. Like that's the good news. But like nothing, technically nothing happened yesterday, other than the operation to see that it was nothing. There are 85 million dogs in America and over 60 million cats. That's not including strays. Wow. 40% of us are dog people, 20% are cat people, and just over 30% like both equally. Wow. 10% are no. We don't trust There's people, people don't like as him. much too. as Same. if they don't like pets. If you don't like pets, I don't like you. Over a third of Americans say it makes someone seem less trustworthy. I don't know about trust. I just feel like you're a humorless joyless human being <laughs> I feel like you just can't find any I don't know it just makes me just think you're something's wrong with you 58% of us think walking a cat on a leash is fine oh yeah I've seen it before and I don't mind people who don't have pets it's people who just don't like them Dale Hellstray Hellstray he's had them he doesn't understand like the connection you can form a right. bond you can form so I like him because he understands pets he doesn't, he's not against pets. Like, I, I've known people who are like, ugh, dogs and cats in a home, it's disgusting. And like, they just don't like animals. Like, man, they make everything so much better. A couple other baseless fun facts. A scavenger beetle, beetle called Regibarsha attenuate can escape a predator like a frog who's already eaten it. It just scuttles down the frog's gut, forces its forces the the frog to poop when it can emerge alive. It goes right through oh, the intestines. Lives right through it. Yep. 
That's fun. Thanks. <laughs> Armadillos are the only mammals with shells. The opposite of anonymous <laughs> is onimus. Not ominous. On onimus. 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 Yep. Which is well known. Jim Henson made his first version of Kermit the Frog out of one of his mother's old coats and two ping pong balls. Yeah. It's in I think that's in the Smithsonian, the original Kermit. Out of an old felt coat and two ping pong balls. Not sure if you saw the FBI, they issued a warning against using public charging stations. Oh yeah. Places like airports, hotels, shopping centers. They said that bad guys have figured out ways to use public USB ports to introduce malware and uh, monitoring software into devices. So don't use someone else's Bring your full charging cable. Yeah, bring the block. And if it's yours, you plug it into an electrical outlet, not those ones that have the cords. So the USB outlet itself is tainted. Right. How? Like he said, they get in somehow. And how does it sit and wait for you? I don't know. Well, it's the same way that they have those credit card skimmers on, like, Gas pumps and stuff like uh, that. Oh, I guess you'd slide, Put over just slide something in there, yeah. Isn't there something you can, like, uh, just, uh, I have enough trouble trying to get a USB thing in there anyway, let alone you add stuff to it. Man, that's just, bad guys are everywhere with this. It makes you just not want to do anything with your phone. But you got to. A new poll asked people if they ever intentionally hit the button to close an elevator's doors because they wanted to leave without the other person. Absolutely. Oh, 100%. Everyone. 31% admit they've done it. The rest are lying. Tons of people do that. 61% claim they haven't. The people most likely to admit it are millennials from the Northeast. While boomers from the Midwest are least likely to do it. Stand in a strange box with somebody, if you can avoid that. <laughs> oh, yeah. 36% of the people say they think it's happened to them. Someone else closed the doors in their face. I go the other way when the doors are there and people get in and I'm like, last? I just turn around like I didn't want the elevator. And I go, I go yeah, for man. the next. I don't want to ride with I'll you. Yeah, you see though. how full it is. Yeah, no, I don't even care go about ahead. how full it is. If somebody's getting on, and I'm not, I mean, if it's one person, that's fine. But if it's like two or if it's a couple, I'm not riding with you. The worst is being at the hotel or something, and then I'll hit like every floor on the way down. You're like, God damn it, another one. Never going to do this. Yeah. 43% of the people think those close the door buttons actually work. They don't. 25% think they do nothing. 12% think they actually slow the process of closing the doors. I don't think they Do I, they work? I don't think they work at all. Do they work, Brady? Do you have an answer? I don't have an answer for that's that. A good yeah, question, that's a Brett. good question, Brett. That's a good question, man. <laughs> No research was done on this. <laughs> on uh, Otis elevators, they work. Okay. But, uh, I've just made that up. Check for an Otis every time. <laughs> I, I've hit that button a billion times in a billion different elevators. That I've, I've actually read that they don't work, that they're not a thing, that they're not an actual functioning shut-the-door thing. Well, it speed it up. doesn't do anything. Yeah. There's this uh, 28-year-old guy in Florida. He was arrested last week after shoplifting. $540 Razor electric scooter from Target. Surveillance footage shows the man going into Target at around noon last Monday, putting the scooter in a cart, then rolling it outside without paying for it. 
an employee saw it happen, called the police. When the cops showed up, the dude was still there on the sidewalk outside the store assembling the scooter. <laughs> Didn't have a car, so apparently he wanted to put the scooter together so right he could get away. Yeah, he needed it right now. What a dumbass. By the way, according to the New York Times, the elevator buttons that close the door haven't done anything since the introduction of the Americans with Disabilities Act in 1990. So every time you hit a door close button in an elevator since the early 90s, nothing has happened. They've disconnected them. I've read that before. I didn't know that's why. But I've read that when you hit them, it's just, it lights up. It's and all just on a time, time basis. Wanting, but the yeah. open works, obviously. What, the open thing? Yeah, to keep it open. All you gotta do is stick your hand in there, though. Does anybody yeah. actually hit that button? I yeah, I've, I've done it before. Have you? I've only sure. just jammed my hand in the thing to try to stop it for somebody. I, I don't think I'd, I'd be able to find it fast enough to open it. But yeah, the door closed. Why did it even include it? And it's for handicapped people? So we don't close the doors on them, right. or they don't get smashed. Right. Well, the the doors would still open up anyway when you right. you know it's like you put your hand in there to open right. them back up. But they can't. They well, can't get their hand. They into got their the wheels door. in there. It's all good. <laughs> Wheelie got halfway. And it's yeah. too and like for a hawking, it would be too hard for them to throw all the letters onto the computer in time. Like, please hold the door, please. And Just, by then we're on the fifth floor. It's like, come on, wheels, put your put your uh, put your storks in there. <laughs> Let's pick it up. You can't take the stairs, so you just have to be patient. Robert Audetti, he's thirty nine years old, and uh, he and his wife are arguing last night about uh, Audetti's relationship with another woman when the dispute turned violent. Uh-oh. As an alleged, uh, in another arrest, the arrest affidavit, the victim told Audetti's... Oh. Uh, this is a struggle. There we go. Basically, she <laughs> accused him of having a fun. Basically, it's a struggle or basically a part of the story. What's happening? Start As over. alleged in the assault affidavit, there you the go. victim took Audetti's phone, Got it. which prompt him, prompted him to launch a bag of wings at her. Oh, a bag of chicken wings? Yeah. He's assault, He's arrested for assault. Right. I didn't find out if he's uh, got a little gumar on the side or not. Right. We don't know. She was just accusing him. And he hit her with wings because of the yeah, accusation. When the woman would not open the door after he asked her to come in, that's when our daddy yelled, uh, I'm about to beat your effing ass. Well, that's a bad start to a Grab the wings. <laughs> you know what he beat her with wings for? Throw, she was in the in bed. Wait, who would know he was oh, he broke in the door. He grabbed the wings and then threw them at her. That was the best was thing he could grab was a bag a of second. wings? This is all over the road. Who yeah. didn't open the door for who? The victim told police that she locked herself in the bedroom. With his phone? Yes. Okay. And then he grabbed a bag of wings because that was the best And she weapon. decided to go to the bedroom because that's where the baby was sleeping, too. There's sure. A baby in of course there's a baby there. <laughs> and he grabbed a bag of wings Yeah. just in case he needed to hit her. And the reason why they knew that's what he said, she began an audio recording during the incident, made sure they wanted all that. He was listening a few weeks ago when we had, uh, you know... You, your wife not listening, you hit her with a regional uh, treat. <laughs> he did. I don't know, you know, because what it was was basically the guy, you know, a few weeks ago, the Italian guy who hit his wife with a slice of pizza. And Got a thought, picture of this guy? That's a pretty. I don't need a picture, Brett. He's a black guy. <laughs> what? No, he's not. I'm surprised. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Man, hey, man. Awesome. He hit her with a 
some chicken hey, wings. Man. I mean, who would have thought? <laughs> Turns out he's just an average Joe. <laughs> a caniac from Florida. From man. Floridian. Well, he's breaded wings. I'd have lost a fan duel on that one. I would have definitely lost this one. <laughs> we all would. I would have gone off for 10 and guessed this. I'd have covered just about every every single country in the dark continent before I'd have gone with this guy's face. I didn't look. Are wings universal? That's what it's called. It's the dark on this. <laughs> Are wings universal because they have so many flavors? It used to be so traditional. They're <laughs> <laughs> right, Brady. I've taken on so many different flavors. I'd ask then what happened, but I don't want you to say. Wings are an all skate. Wings are just so delicious. <laughs> they cross all racial barriers. So I guess when you hit somebody with wings, you could be anybody. They didn't get into the spices. <laughs> Maybe it was one of those teriyaki deals. Uh, <laughs> they did some kung fu with the wings. Oh. Always remember, when your wife's on a line, hit her with a regional dish. <laughs> this one had me surprised. <laughs> Occasionally I get tossed, you know. Back to the news. <laughs> Starting tomorrow, McDonald's will have a new McFlurry on its menu. Strawberry Shortcake McFlurry. How excited are you? Super excited. <laughs> I mean, was that a picture of the cop? <laughs> I have to be sure. I don't... can't be this You're wrong. You're not buying it? I don't know. A man who grabs a bag of wings to hit a woman. Seems so cut and dry. So to speak. <laughs> it's available for a uh, limited time. It's a spring thing. What the ba- oh, the, the, the McFlurry. McFlurry. Yeah. Wings year round. Okay. <laughs> they weren't sauceless, were they? We gotta know something. With a Frank's Red Hot nearby. With the greens. That's enough. <laughs> I like the interruptions. <laughs> Back to the news. He's very confused. <laughs> He's got more so questions. Are we. Still in the yeah. hall. Oh, I'm baffled. <laughs> I am baffled. Uh, and by the way, you're getting advice from Kevin, who's decided to uh, be your program director. So, Brady, for the love of God, will you effing read the reports before you go on the air? <laughs> These vacuous pauses and ums are killing us all. I'm trying to get to work. Vacuous um, pause. Um, <laughs> Don't start acting like you do. If you're looking to get married this weekend in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. you can do it with the uh, Wiener Mobile. In the background. I saw this on the news last night. That they're actually providing food and drink and everything? Yeah, you have to go to the Oscar Mayer website, select your preferred 30-minute time slot on either Saturday, April 15th, or Sunday, April 16th. (laughs) They're covering all the costs of the ceremony. Just for this weekend? Yep. And it's going to be like in a parking lot. You stand in front of the Wienermobile. It's got hearts and stuff on it. All right, it's let's it's go. a nice setup. The altar and the middle. Oh, come on. It's like Mark Randall running this. Let's go. Yeah, let's let's go. go. Move it. Say I do and get on. Next one's up. <laughs> yeah, it's a... Uh, I better call Medea and get my reservations. That's not a bad idea to get this over with. Yeah. You save us a lot of money and a lot of time. <laughs> and we get to go to Vegas. Just throw yeah. in some... Maybe Oscar Mayer makes an Italian sausage. You could throw oh, those out of there. Yeah. there. Do it. Come on, man. <laughs> what are you waiting for? And you have the uh, Wiener Whistle Quartet. What we'll be singing mean? your uh, All right. wedding Let's... songs. Go ahead, Wiener Whistle. Go ahead. 
It's I know, like, it's I'm kind waiting of, for yeah, it. Yeah, we're all waiting for it. Not doing anything. Man. Moving on to the next story. Oh, <laughs> boy, it's, oh, like it's eating you alive. It's killing him. It's killing him. He's shaking. <laughs> I want to do the blow wiener joke. I found out. Not doing it. <laughs> Earth Day is coming up on April 22nd. F you, Jackson. I did that one. Huh? I did a Brady voice. Oh, yeah, all that is. Stop it. <laughs> Not allowed to do that anymore. People get mad. Walmart is pulling a T-shirt from the racks uh, in Canada. I thought this was fake. I had my friend Thomas it's Wells awesome. send it to me. He goes, let's get these for our, our love and support to the environment. They've been selling a T-shirt that says recycle, <clears throat> reuse, but it, but renew, rethink. But it says R-E in big letters. Yep. And then cycle, use, what's the N? New. New and think. Think. Down the line next to the big R-E. Okay. Well, cycle, C, use, U, oh, new, and... Yes. Oh, where do I get one? And that's what I said. Amazon available. Are they still available? Up. They're still available. Right, order them for the show. They got yeah. sweatshirts, but they have the C word just blaring off the front of the shirt. My friend Thomas sent it, and I'm like, oh, that's beautiful. I love the environment. And then he said, and I said, get me one of those. And he goes, you can't get them anymore. They took them down at a Walmart's website. And I said, uh, that's a real shirt. I thought it was just people being jerks about, like, making a funny environment. No, that's a real thing. The and I'm dying to get one. They're by a brand called George. Oh, it's so, owned by Walmart. By the way, in order to sell them again and fix them, they moved use on the new versions over under the second letter so it doesn't fall straight in line. Oh, well, this one does. That one does. That's the old <laughs> one. How many do we want? <laughs> I get every, every color. I want, I'm going to clean my closet. Good, Goodwill, you're about to get a massive donation for me because this is the only shirt I'm going to wear. Because I love the environment. I do now. Yeah. I'll take a... Uh, 20 bucks. That's a good price for it's a sure. Real, it's probably that cruddy cotton. I want yeah. the real soft cotton. There is, I think, one below or another brand. I mean, I think some companies already jumped on it and are doing it. There's one for like sixteen ninety two. I saw. No, they got also other people are. Yeah. Get, I like the blue one actually. I like that one there. Yeah. That one's five ninety five. It says five dollars. What's it made of? Paper. Yeah, I like that. But I thought I thought for sure that was a joke shirt, and it's a real deal. Man, when you zoom in, it is way obvious. Oh yeah, oh, we, we need those. <laughs> we got a photo shoot coming up. We should wear those. Let's get to some radio videos. All right. This lady just emailed me and she said she was once hit by a bag of wings from an Italian. I can't imagine that's true. The man was lying to you, it wasn't Italian at all. I suppose white frat boys love wings. If you get hit in the face with a, I don't know, collard greens, I don't know how it works anymore. Come on, why so diverse now? Because I'm trying to, trying to give you tips on how to hit a woman <laughs> with a regional dish. How come it can't be a baguette? I would be a Frenchman, you're an idiot. Damn it! Why even playing along? <laughs> know your place, Toledo. It's next to your father. Go find him. <laughs> Why you got to hit so low? <laughs> First one's uh, drunk people doing things. This is a drunk Spider-Man with an accordion oh lowering boy. himself. What is down. this? 
while playing. This is this is a very. Odd it's a man in a Spider-Man outfit with an accordion on some sort of a, trying to do some wall walking. Yeah, he's doing a wall walk with a back strap to the ceiling. This can possibly be. Oh no! If it goes poorly immediately. Oh, he's hanging there. <laughs> oh, he's still playing though. Yeah. I gotta get. He's it dedicated. That's an Italian, isn't it? Isn't that an Italian? Could be Polish. Could be German. Yeah. By the looks of it, it's Polish. Yeah. <laughs> it's You're old seventies right. and eighties quality comedy Poland. <laughs> yeah, that that did not go well immediately. It started off like maybe not a bad One idea, uh, but his first step sends him sideways, and I got to give it to him. Keep playing. It's like those guys in the Titanic while it's going down. Just keep playing. Oh, that's some drinking right there. I want to hang out with those guys. Does Megan still have the accordion? We should. No, so it's long oh, gone. Long gone. Had to give it away. It's taking up space. Next one's a guy. Uh, Heading to the emergency room, they got him on the roller, the uh, gurney. Basically, and they they're coming in hot. He's in the gurney. Oh, they spelled him. Oh, oh. internal bleeding. <laughs> oh my goodness, they he, they tipped him sideways. Took that corner a little hot. Yeah, that was. They're not even paying attention to that. Oh, there's one guy. It's like a bad shopping cart. Oh, the other guy's not even holding on. He was kind of solo. Yeah. There was a lawsuit. He was tugging it on his own. Oh, yeah. There's definitely going to be. Better call Saul is the first comment on there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. That's a slipping Jimmy. That's a big move. This is how you start off a concert. This band, the guy comes up on the hired platform. Yes. It's a raised platform. They're raising him up to the platform. stage. Yeah, They hired him. <laughs> they hired him to do the show. Oh, and then the <laughs> trap door lets loose, and he goes under. The oh, music my. makes it, yeah, though. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's exactly what you're picturing. I want to, this is like a Saudi, a Saudi Arabian guy. He comes up out of the ground, and then, woof, man, that thing. <laughs> Why would you try to, to catch himself? That could have gone horribly good. wrong. Yeah. I think your reaction is to. Not die. You grab something. Yeah, I guess so. Drop the mic. Yeah. All right. Next one's a fight league. This is taking the slap league to the next level. All right. It's got potential. Guys fighting over a table. You're allowed one arm to punch. It's a punch league. We have to hold on to a bar on a table. It's like an arm wrestling table that you got to hold on. Well, a lot of body shots from that guy. He's not looking. He's just got his head down. You can't really defend yourself very well. Got to get head movement. Well, once the wailing begins, it's just whoever can take the most punches. That's his, that's his coach. These bros are just ridiculous. Is this Russia? Uh, I don't know. It's Opa, Opa, it's Greece. Oh, it's Opa, Opa, yeah. Uh, that guy's annoying. Yeah. Somebody should turn around and punch him. <laughs> yeah, he's the Mexican goal guy. Shut up. <laughs> we don't have the other one. The, the one before this yeah. didn't show up. All right. This guy, uh, we've seen this one, but this one's good. See if you remember this one. It's a guy getting taken out by a tire. It's the guy in front. It happens really quick. We've had so many of these that I start yeah, I watching for tires on the roadway now. Oh, tires shooting off of other cars. Oh, this guy's on a motorcycle. Oh, oh Jesus. One just flew up. And yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember seeing that going. either. Ghost ride that bike because the tire just took Man. the rider right off of it. From the other lane. Oh, and it's coming over from oncoming traffic. Uh, oh, my God. Ghost ride the whip. Oh. 
Some guy just emailed me and said, I don't understand the joke on the recycle shirt. Is this it? I guess I miss it. Please explain. Just look where the C starts and work your way down. Hey, we'll see you next Tuesday and yeah, talk exactly. about it. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, there's a word that's inadvertently spelled with the other words. Evidently, never did one of those jumble puzzles where you got to sort those sure. words inside of the letters. He's not great at Wheel of Fortune? Yeah. Well, Wheel of Fortune's one thing. I guess it's not stacked. One's where you're doing the circles around words you find in letters. <laughs> the word find. There it is. That's what they're called. What an original name. All right, Brett. All ready right. to get us. Here we go. Well, I'll start off with a little light. All right. Uh, this is this one. People riding through a third world country on their mopeds. Okay. Oh, oh, and chased oh, by a, like a what? drama kind bull. Of, yeah. <laughs> what is that thing? I don't know. Yeah. Sacred cow. Some cow goat just chased these people takes into out it. the gas pump. I'm out of here. One of the guys jumps <laughs> off the bike, and then he takes a gas pump out. <laughs> and then he goes, where'd you go? Wow. All right. And uh, this one, this one's entitled Justice is Served. Okay. So far, we're not dying yet. No, no, no. A guy on a motorcycle, a GoPro on his helmet, and, oh, Jesus, two dudes with a gun just pull up and put it in his face. They're going to take his bike. Sure enough, yeah, give him the bike. This is terrifying. He puts the gun back in his pants. Another guy rolls up on his bike. That's the same one that started it. Watch the background. Okay. And uh, we got uh, two dudes riding off on the bikes. Oh, no. There's another guy gets out and just, just shoots the other guy's dead. Oh, my Lord. He just wow. kills the dude who and then pops him again like and then shoots him for duty. no reason right there. Wow. Take his bike. That's another dump of a country. Oh, yeah. Well, that, most of these are from dump Avondale. countries. Like, here's another one. <laughs> yeah, I think it was Maryville. Yeah, it's definitely in the parts I don't drive in. So here's one. The guy hit the uh, hit the accelerator by accident. Oh, he's oh, sitting no, behind no, a truck. No. Oh, no. oh. <laughs> He got jacked. Oh. He's, in a, he's on a motorcycle t- trolley. And he goes into the back end of a truck, and his head hits just right under. That's the yeah, end of that still dude. There. That's he's gone, right? He, oh he did. god, yeah, he gasses it. Oh, oh man! God. I like how the guy goes to move the cart first because I think he can get the guy out. I don't know. <laughs> no, I think I the guy's him. under the cart. Yeah, I, I think, think that orange both. shirt is the problem. That got to yeah. get it off of him. Oof. And oh, we'll horrible. we'll end with this one. This one's uh, entitled "Street Pooping Gone Wrong." Oh, I'd rather watch people die. No, you'll see. Okay. Careful what you wish for. All right. What is happening? I don't even see people. Yeah, what is I happening? don't either. Oh, 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 oh there it is. squatting. Oh, 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 oh. Fell in oh, it. And there's a truck there. Oh, oh, oh boom oh, goes a dynamite. Oh, oh, my God. Dude takes a wow. poop. I always oh, wondered if it exploded hey, like that. He takes a poop up gum. on the side of the road, stands up from his poop, Stumbles over his poop, falls down right as a semi goes by, and the tire blows his head up. Wow. Oh, my God. Wow. Why is he pooping so close to the street? Oh, yeah, there's this. Good night. Oh, his head just blows oh, up like he ran over. It's like, sir. it's like a Gallagher show. <laughs> oh. We'll end with that. Oh, my <laughs> God. Post that, Brett. Oh, no. No, I can't post that one. <laughs> now, why not? <laughs> it's That's like a fruit that's getting real smushed. life. That's the first one I looked at earlier, and you're like, uh-oh. Like, yep. I didn't know a head did that. I didn't either. 
See, you learn something. Yeah, I guess so. Stay, keep Every your day. head out from under yes. the moving cars. When you're pooping, yeah. don't don't do it too close to the street. That's right. Turn your back to the road, <laughs> and you run a risk. They put everything together. The guy is alive. Yeah. Oh. Since I mentioned watermelon, <laughs> that makes more sense. No! Who's ahead? <laughs> oh my God! There you go, everybody. That. Here's your Brady report, and that video is horrendous. Uh, B. Vesley at 98kuvd.com. They'll fire it right over. No, to I you. won't. <laughs> it's 98. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98kuvd. Still streaming. Holmberg's morning sickness. Online at 98kuvd.com. There we go. That's a Beastie Boys. I got to put the Beastie Boys on the list for the Night of the Singing Dead. Never really done that one. That would be fun. Intergalactic would be a blast. I'm going to have to pop that on there. Talk to the boys. Uh, all right, here we go. <laughs> Somebody uh, just said, I got an email. I said, Jesus, these shows. Any other nukes you guys want to drop for shows that will affect my wallet? <laughs> you are going to be spending a lot of money on concerts. I mean, but that's a good thing to spend your money on. That's memories. And think about what we've got. I mean, what we've got coming. This is the longest list we've had in a long time. And once September happens, man, we get some good stuff all summer. But geez, us. You got Metallica, Ghost, uh, the Zombie, Alice Cooper, Ministry and Filter Show, Guns and Roses, Foo Fighters, uh, Avenged Sevenfold with Falling in Reverse. Falling in Reverse is going to be the one that you're going to walk away going, oh my. They're amazing. Oh, my. Oh, my. You're oh going to like that one. So, I think one of those things is going to occur. You're going to buy uh, tickets to summer. But maybe you don't have to buy tickets. You can win them right now because the joke dick is here. The old joke detective is back. Brady knows all the jokes. Shelves and shelves of joke books he studied throughout his entire life. Yes, Brady studied something, and it was jokes. And here they are in front of us. And if you can tell a joke... And uh, get it past Brady, and it makes us all kind of laugh. Well, then, gosh darn it all, you're going to get tickets to the Foo Fighters. Let's see what we got. J.D. Klein is on line four. Let's grab that one first. Yeah, J.D., are you there? Oh, that's three. You went to Michael. Michael, are you there? That's all right. right. Michael, are you there? Yes, I am. All right, Michael, go ahead. You've got your chance with the joke, Dick. Please try to uh, tell your joke. Pause at the punchline to see if Brady knows it. Go ahead. I got the winner right here. <laughs> right. Oh, What's the difference between in-laws and outlaws? It's the difference between in-laws and outlaws, Brady. Uh, outlaws uh, are wanted. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Did you not know the punchline, Michael? I think Michael just heard the punchline. So Brady's That's great be stuff. Brady, tell him your other joke about the uh, the jokes. and the... <laughs> I'll tell him. Hey, Michael, what's the difference yeah. between a joke... And three dicks. What to do? What? Your wife can't take a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Michael. <laughs> let's go to two. All right, let's go to Trent. Outlaws are wanted. That's not bad. And I like that Michael learned it today. Like, he, he didn't know the punchline. He laughed harder at his own uh, joke. Trent, are you there? Yes, I'm here. All right, Trent, go ahead. Brady's waiting. All right. Why do some people think that peppers are too nosy? Why do people think that peppers are too nosy? Peppers are too nosy. 
Oh, no. Why do people think that peppers are too nosy? Because, uh, let's see. It's not good. It's a bad joke. <laughs> Brett knows the answer, so we could keep them from. Well, and actually, we shouldn't have you doing the. Yeah, why? Let's keep it from being Why? racist. All right, yeah. fine. Yeah. Toledo can do the Toledo next round. Toledo can do the yeah. next round just in case. Because if President John was on the phone, oh, he'd have been God. right you through. Let him through. How <laughs> do you know peppers are too nosy? Man, this is a tough one for Brady. Is struggling. I got to look up to the tiles. <laughs> yeah, look at stare at the tiles and see if an answer comes from above. Nothing. Brady, I'm going to give you five oh, seconds. We got good prizes. These are Foo Fighters old. tickets. And you may ixnay this one, too. I'm not sure. Oh, it might not be a good enough joke to win. A, I'll give this to you. Because they're... He's dying. Brady just doesn't know this. Trent, this better be good. Go. Because they get jalapeno business. <laughs> I actually love it. That's a Brady joke. That's a hundred percent Brady joke. Too, and He's like, going to tell that joke yeah. a lot. Yep. You yep. got food tickets food for that one for sure. Yeah. Definitely food tickets. Worthy. They get jalapeno better business. than I thought. Right, me too. It's not good, but that's that's I, what I'm saying. It wasn't yeah. good. Well, I base it on whether or not Brady will tell it later, and <laughs> that joke's getting told twelve times. That one's top of the list yeah. right is, now yeah. for about the next month. That's going to be a hit. He's calling his mom later to talk about that. All right, let's go to JD on line four. JD, are you there? I'm here. All right, go ahead. Brady waits. What do square batteries and buttholes have in common? <laughs> what do square batteries <laughs> and good. buttholes have in common? <laughs> you um, square batteries and buttholes. You know you shouldn't do it, but you eventually. Lick it. Oh, God. Pretty close. <laughs> is or it? You eventually want to lick them. Okay. Is that right? Go ahead. That's close. Yeah. Uh, you know it's wrong, but you put your tongue on it anyway. Yeah, that's yeah. it. All right. Well done, Brady. That's a keeper. Brady got you. All yeah, right. He got that. joke with you. Enough to solve the crime. <laughs> I would not have gone down that road. Right, we got a chicken line one. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Chicken parm on one. All right. Uh, Mary, are you there? Uh, this is Danielle. All right, Danielle. Close enough to Mary. That's I just it's how I pronounce it. All right, go ahead. This is a Brady joke. Here you go. Did you hear about the chameleon that couldn't change color? Brady, have you heard about the chameleon that couldn't change color? I, I have. Joke? No. no. Chameleon that couldn't change color. Yes. Okay. He suffers from reptile dysfunction. Oh, God. Oh, man. Oh, God. I told you it's a Brady joke. Oh, God. Boy, oh, boy. Boy, oh, boy. All right. Thank you, Daniel Mary. Okay. All right, Trent got a round. round oh yeah, we'll do a round two. Trent right. got tickets in round one. Jalapeno business, <laughs> Brady. That is going to be that's a, got some style. That's too. gonna that's gonna have your brothers in town. In oh. The, oh, you two are gonna share that with every waiter in this the, city. After the three dicks, I'll follow up with oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> and that's good to do to your brother because that's your sister in law. You're talking about about <laughs> them dicks. <laughs> and you can add as many dicks as you want. I threw in three. Seven is a good number for comedy. <laughs> Difference between a joke and seven dicks. Wife can't take a joke. Great joke. Love that one. Uh, let's try another round, shall we? If you want to play, 585-9800. Giving away tickets to see Foo Fighters uh, announced today. Uh, you can get those tickets coming up soon, or if you're in one of those specialty clubs, or you got a Citibank visa, all sorts of ways to get food tickets. Uh, but they're coming here in October, and we've got it right in front of you. You don't even have to wait to buy them. Just get one past Brady, the first person in town, to own those tickets is Trent. So Trent is going to the Foo Fighters show. 
It's as easy as that. You can go too. 585-9800. Joke Dick, round two coming up. Visit Holmberg's Morning Sickness online at 98kupd.com. See, now the gems come rolling in <laughs> online. Scott Haynes fired off. The hilarious one. I like this. What's the difference between a square battery and an eight-year-old? Signed the Dalai Lama. Can you to lick him? Oh, Man, there's some brutal ones coming through. What's red, moist, and tastes like strawberry cor- Carmax? An eight-year-old's tongue. Signed the Dalai Lama. He's all over this one. Well, that's just gone now, right? Like, it's like, I, he said he's Apologize. sorry. Apologize. Let's move on. Yeah, I sucked an eight-year-old boy's tongue. Big whoop. Did you World. See the, see the ones that came in from James? It's on your email. Uh, James Strong? Yes. <laughs> Man, that's dark. You want to see if Brady wins that one? All right, Brady, let's see if you know James's joke. This doesn't count for tickets, but this is dark. <laughs> All right, I'll start with the second one because this one's yeah. not as dark. This one's easy. What do you call a white guy with a huge penis? Uh, a myth. He, asleep. He's asleep. dreaming. Okay. <laughs> uh, here's, the, here's James's dark joke. What's the worst way to get gum out of your hair? This is, this, is, this is a curveball. <laughs> you you we should not, give him tickets for that. I, I, maybe. I, maybe. Yeah, this is a... A chainsaw? This no. is an uncomfortable uh, joke. Worst way to get gum out of your hair. Just think John's even uncomfortable. Yeah, it so. made me kind of go, oh, that hurts a lot of people. <laughs> Cancer is the answer Cancer. we're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the, it's the hardest I've ever laughed at cancer. Brady, what's the similarity between uh, white women and fences? They both get uh, they both get jumped by Mexicans. That's exactly right. Uh, I mean, why can't Jesus eat M and M's? Brady will know that one. Uh, yeah. Why was the trans? Why was the tranny a vegetarian? Because he was an herbivore. Ah, uh, herbivore. I get what you did there. How about this one? Guys, can I please qualify? I'll even do a Foo Fighters joke. All right. What did the Foo Fighters fan name their dog? What did the Foo Fighters fan name their dog? Dave Growl. Uh, oh, my God. You're a genius. Speaks, <laughs> Jesus speaks Brady. Christ. Speaks Brady. What? That speaks to Brady. Dave Growl. I almost went Taylor Barkins, but I'm like, that's... <laughs> It's too soon. You're hanging out here too work. much. Nah, it's just too soon. <clears throat> they share uh, a mind. Brady, what do you call what do you call when a Mexican and a Catholic priest fight? I like this one. Hey, you get it. You're you're a genius again. A Mexican and a Catholic priest fight. Okay. An alien versus a predator. <laughs> alien versus predator is correct. Anyway. Now, let's go to the phones and see if we're getting right. real winners out of this. <laughs> right. Toledo's done the... Uh, Patrick is on line one. Patrick, are you there? I am here. Let me get All you right. out speaker. I know the rules. Hold That's on. right, goddammit, Patrick. <laughs> Don't screw around here. All right, here we go, Patrick. Knock All it right. out. Brady yeah. waits. All right, Brady's waiting. Yes. Here we go. I already know he's going to get this one. Toledo already told me to. He's going to get it. But I like this joke anyway. Let's see. What is the difference between your dick and your paycheck? What's the difference between your dick and your paycheck, Brady? I think I know this one. Your wife has no problem blowing your 
paycheck. You don't have to beg your wife to blow your paycheck. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he got it. All right, thank you, Patrick. Those two fighter tickets. My dude's going to get it. Yeah, you'll get them one day. We got a long time. We got till October. Good luck, Patrick. All right, next one up is wireless. Todd's on line two. Todd, are you there? I'm here. All right, Todd, go ahead. Okay, Brady, what does your sister and a 9-volt battery have in common? <laughs> Didn't we just yeah. do this? <laughs> yeah. Yes, and he told me that. <laughs> Brady, what is your sister and a 9 Your sister, Brady, what is your sister and a 9-volt battery have in common? It was the same answer. You know it's wrong. But you're going to lick it. <laughs> you still yeah. shouldn't lick it. It's not it's a little modification. It is a horrible <laughs> twist. Jeez. Now make it, make it. Hey, next time you tell it, Todd, say, "What's the difference between your sister's butthole and a square battery?" Okay, combo them up there, my friend. All right, thank you, Todd. Goodbye. How about Yuck. this one on text? All right. What does a dildo and tofu have in common? Uh, they're both fake. Something. They're both fake. Right? Uh, uh, yeah. Both meat substitutes. Ah, meat substitutes. there you go. Okay. So just gone on with meat. All right, let's try this. Polly's on line three. All right, Polly. Hey, oh, Polly. Not that Polly. Oh. No. Go ahead, Polly. Bye. Oh. oh. Yeah, uh, what did one snowman say to the other snowman? What did one snowman say to the other snowman? Brady right? had a couple options here. Yeah, you can go any direction on this. Hey, bro, can you smell carrots? Is that real? Yeah, that's it. That's Jeez. your joke? <laughs> You really called in with that? <laughs> Polly? Yeah, I did. It's my daughter's joke. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's why Brady knew it. Oh, yeah, exactly. My God. All right. Hang your phone up. Act like this didn't happen. Bye, Polly. Can you smell carrots? Yeah. Is that what you said? Yeah. Good God. All right. Nick is on line four. Well, by the way, oh, before we get to Nick on line four. Oh, wow. When a vegetarian turns into a zombie, what does it eat? Coma patients. Nathan Sutherland, uh, Hacienda Healthcare. Brains. <laughs> That's disgusting. All right. Uh, Nicholas is on there. Nick, are you there? I'm here. All right. All right. Get ready, John. It's a bad one. All right. Good. All right. Why did Lincoln and Washington go to the Slayer concert? Why did Lincoln and Washington go to the Slayer concert? Why did Lincoln and Washington go to the Slayer concert? Indians? Because they <laughs> had the Indians? No, well, I'm trying to think. They were <laughs> no, both that's anthrax. Yeah. Oh, because they had no reservations. I, uh, uh, no. Um, oh, it's worse. It's so much worse. You ready, Brady? <laughs> let, oh, let him work God. it out for a minute. Yeah, let him think about it. Hang on. Washington and Lincoln go to the Slayer concert. Uh, Raining would blood. Nickel? No. Mm. I have no idea. Cherry tree. I can't even help you. Got nothing. Yeah, I got nothing. All right, here we go. That's what I was thinking. Raining blood. Because they're metalheads. What? They're coins. Coins. God, that's not even. That's not even Brady. You're fired. You're not getting tickets for that garbage. Come on, that's they're metalheads. Nicholas, you go stand in a corner like the Blair Witch for an hour. Even Brady buzzed him. Yeah, Brady didn't even laugh at that. And Brady has a horrible sense of humor when it comes to dad jokes. Oh my God, you should be ashamed of yourself. You go in your terrible, office. You, know, yeah, terrible. you quit your job today. You shouldn't be around people. Oh, jeez, Nicholas. Some bad goodbye. Ones goodbye. Nicholas. Nothing for that. For exposing us to that nonsense. Laffy Taffy wouldn't even put it on there. 
<laughs> oh, my God. It, did you see this one? Just, I printed it up Whoa, here. Oh, jeez. I worry. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's not about that, no. <laughs> you think you'll know that one? Man. If you get this, I'm going to give you 100 bucks. <laughs> There's no way your brain works for it. Right. Your, your brain doesn't do this. Why is it so hard for some girls to pee in the morning? <laughs> your brain doesn't do this. <laughs> Just go somewhere my brain might go and then go another 10 steps. You, you don't do this. Because, let's see. He can't do it. No. Mm-mm. Have you ever tried to pull apart a grilled cheese? (laughs) (laughs) Brett liked it too much. Brett liked it too much. That's why I printed it. (laughs) There's some I can't print. I'm just like, no. There's a lot I can't print. How about that one? Um, Uh, Yeah, I couldn't get (laughs) it. This is what needlessly experiences the highest death rate in Africa from AIDS. Say it again. What what needlessly experiences the highest death rate in Africa from AIDS? Flies? Not close. Mosquitoes. Mosquitoes is correct. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) What is it called when you have a fetish for vegetables? The Nathan Sutherland. All right. That's enough of that. All right. We gave away some tickets. That's a good thing. I'm going to have a grilled cheese for lunch. Yeah, and and actually, you know what? You can't ruin a grilled cheese for me. Polly, you rethink your joke. Yeah, yeah, and and yeah, and you go back to that carrot joke. And then the other one about metalheads. That's where we draw the line. What's the difference between ten dicks and a joke? Just keep adding up. I think Father Dale just sent his in. Oh, for crying out loud, Brett, you got to stop. Brett gets a kick out of the bad ones way too much. He giggles like a little kid. All right, <laughs> I'll just let you all do it at home. Uh, what do a priest and a silver medalist have in common? Don't answer. <laughs> See? <laughs> Don't answer. Leave it out there. Figure it out at If you figure it out at home, good. Tell your kids when they get back. That's enough. Stop it. Uh, we got hot releases coming up in just a moment. Well, on the heels of that joke, hot releases are right on the It's 98 KUPD. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98 KUPD. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Speaking of the red, we'll get into that in a second because the Cardinals are, uh, we're talking about that off the air here. Oh, boy. Trouble brewing there. Uh, but the emails of the jokes that won't stop coming in. Brady, what's the difference between me and cancer? Dad didn't beat cancer. That's right, Brady. <laughs> That's horrible. You people are horrible. The Dalai Lama emailed again and said, I went to the porn store and asked for eight, uh, an eight-year-old porn, and all I got was this DVD from 2015. <laughs> Dalai Lama's taking a beating. Uh, speaking of the red, before we get to the hot releases, another story has come out against the Arizona Cardinals as this uh, seemingly choreographed, remember where you heard it here? Right here, months first. ago. You heard it first? Uh, this choreographed attempt to make the Bidwells disappear. 
Uh, I have my theories that it stems from the Sean Coogler firing back in November. And I've got a couple, got some sources. Nothing concrete, but this is me putting pieces together. Uh, the the Kime Coogler Bidwell situation has now moved on to a guy we used to know pretty well, uh, Ron Miniger, who worked for the Cardinals for a while. He's released a statement now, um, basically saying that he's warned Michael Bidwell in the past of imp- uh, improper workplace behavior, uh, which has gone from, uh, what was it, Terry McDonough, who made specific allegations that Michael Bidwell made him use burner phones to talk to Steve Kime while Steve Kime was uh, suspended for a couple of DUIs. Uh, and he said that he halted a 2019 cultural assessment of the Cardinals organization that was being conducted outside. Uh, and they made sure that they took a look at what was going on inside, and it wasn't good, uh, largely uh, because of Bidwell. Well, now... Ron Miniger. And the Cardinals did fire back on that, the organization saying, no, we, we took that survey and we actually have implemented some of the things that came out of the survey. Well, they did but some the of point, that. The point was. The problem was they needed to do something to change in the first place that was so toxic that they brought in an outside source. Yes, and that's not how. And also, the survey was supposed to be an open ended deal. Yeah. It kind of made it. Ron Miniger, who, by the way, we used to do stuff with. When the Cardinals used to be on our AM station, we had a lot of ties with them. And Miniger was always great to us. Yeah. I always liked Ron. He was so nice, and I'd run into him every once in a while, and he was always just super engaging. He's the one who with let the me Jillies do the Jillies numerous times. Yeah, yeah. I did the uh, pregame show with him. Uh, not with him, but he he was um, a integral part of me doing the pregame early on when I was here at KUPD. Uh, and he wrote, you are not to Michael Bidwell. You are not the man I met back in 2000. <laughs> used to smile and laugh a lot. used to be fun to be around. You were excited about the future and what it would mean to the organization. You worked your ass off, and you started to see the fruits of your labor. In the next paragraph, it says, I acknowledge that you've had to deal with a ton of issues in the past year, but you come to work angry every day. You talk down to everyone, and you've become arrogant and condescending. You need to get credit for everything when things are going well and point the finger when we are struggling. And they're they're coming after the Bidwells in a big way. And when was that written, did it say? I, I don't know the date. Um I think he just released it, actually. Because it, it, it's interesting to, if there was a date on that that was a few years ago of, you know, when his his dad was finally out of the picture yeah. and it became his team. Yeah. You wonder if things changed up then. It, it would be hard not to. Yeah. Miniger actually said I, he's confirming the other statements. It says until recently we didn't have a clue how our employees felt about working here. We've created an environment that eliminates barriers to success and motivates people. I, it is damning towards the Bidwells. And I, it feels well, to I'm me... Well, I to say, too, from your experience, oh, that awful. you just know in the office, it was one awful. thing is you could never say anything bad about the organization or nope. anything that's going on. And it was... No, I, I, I was removed. Doomed. I was removed from the pregame show for being a voice of reason for a team that I think won four or five games that year. And I was the voice of the fan. But they wanted the fan to be upbeat and fun and all this. And I was, like, telling it like it was, and they got mad at me. And and imagine being in the office as an employee. Right. And here's the other thing. Got mad at me and then didn't pay me because they didn't like – after eight weeks, they were like, no, we're not giving you any money. I'm like, well, wait a minute. I've already shown up for the job. So you pay me for what I've done. Yeah. You don't have to like me, but you're paying for what I've done. And then they claimed they did pay me. Showed me a check with a forged name on the back of it and said, we did pay you. And I'm like, I didn't, that's not me. And you go to my bank account, it's not in there. And it was nothing. 
it was such a, and I remember talking to Eric Hill, who was on the pregame with me, about how poorly the players were treated. They used to have to buy shoes from the team. They couldn't just get shoe contracts. He had a shoe contract with Reebok. He'd try to give it to the other players that didn't have deals, and they'd charge him. He's like, man, it's a different animal down here. So they've created a monster. Vanden Bosch. Oh, Kyle didn't. Yeah, he didn't have a whole Johnson, essay. Al Johnson. Al couldn't all have wait all the, to leave the here. players that you would meet and run into. Said yeah. it just was. You know, I think the main theme was it was such a tight organization. Yeah. Didn't spend any money. Well, and Al was here the year they went to the Super Bowl, and he ended up off that team. But yeah, the uh, it feels to me that they're setting the bases up for a hammer. Like they're getting all their ducks in a row to say this, you know, it's like when you're trying to fire someone and you got to go, all right, here's like three or four pieces of paper before we actually nail you. Something's coming. Which would be a tough one for the NFL because they also, in a way, I guess it's pride of the fact that this is a three generation owned heritage family in the league. It's not pretty. And you don't want to see that happening because, you know, organizations always pride themselves on longevity again, and being a family and it's a successful organization could it be more successful you're in the fifth largest city in america you've kind of made a little noise but not crazy you don't have nobody travels for cardinal games you don't have a huge fan base here really when you look at the games that are here it's half and half still they've never really they've it's, not done it's a great definitely job definitely improved oh it's better the stadium did yeah. the job the stadium yeah. was what the big turn was but man it's uh Something brewing over in Cardinal Town. How um, it'd be interesting to see how different it would be if none of this Kyler Murray situation happened. Well, and the Kingsbury, mm. you know, like if they came off losing in the second or third round in the NFC, oh, they were in the playoffs, championships. Yeah, yeah. Would people be let more tolerant of bad behavior? Yeah. Well, would he have bad behavior if they were right. winning? Right. Would any of this come out? Right. Yeah, I don't know, but it is what it is. So there's not a whole lot of what ifs. This is where we sit. And it, I don't, man, this has stunk to me since November. I think this team has, I think there is a target on the Bidwell family from inside the organization. This is a Caesar coup. This is a, the people inside are saying we've got to, the head of the beast has to go. That's what this has felt like to me from the little pieces of inside stuff I know. And I don't know a lot, but the little things I know, I'm like, man, this sounds like a coup. And it's starting to the other thing you want to see is people refuting that former employees or or players right. coming out and saying never had greatest it. guy yeah. uh, right. greatest family I ever worked for they were they it took is. care of me and you're not hearing any of that right now I know it's new into it but right well yeah and you're going to need again, that stuff when it's a coup it feels very strange that it's like where is everybody in support and it's usually they've taken care of them yeah they're like we're going after this guy it's strange you're you're going after the king so. You better not miss. That's basically what that is, because everybody else falls in this case. We'll see. It's like our own succession. It is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Did you watch Sunday? I did. Oh, and I understand that. Oh, I can't talk to you. <laughs> okay. Darn it. All right. We'll get okay, the hot releases today. out. But yeah, Cardinal fans, I'm sorry you're going to have to deal with something. But it, I, my guess is, if you're asking me, my nose smells out some blood here. And this is not going to end well. Or it will end great. And finally, you'll be rid of the Bidwells. And you get a Matt Ishbia situation where it seems like a guy who really cares and gets it takes over a franchise that's never really met its full potential. Maybe. 
Or you get something worse, like a Daniel Snyder comes rolling in. Who knows? Uh, we'll do the hot releases. They're coming up next. It's 98. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Whoa! Holy smokes. When did this happen? we got to hurry up. This is your fault. Uh, it is time now for the hot releases. They are upon us. Uh, the music, the movies, the TV shows. Uh, I'm actually taking a lot of uh, advantage of these hot releases. I watched that show Beef with uh, Aquafina. Who is that? I don't remember. Is that her Ali name? Wong. Ali Wong, that's right. <laughs> I don't know which is what. I'm not very good at I that. watched the Tetris movie because of yeah. that, too. So I hear that's great. That's pretty good. Aquafina's yeah. in that? Aquafina, oh, yeah. She I plays all uh, over the place. She's in everything. She plays Tetris. Anyway, uh... Yeah, so I've been, pay attention. Some of this stuff actually uh, applies. Some of it we missed by a mile, but it doesn't really matter because it's all about Eric's Family Barbecue. If you want to head on over there, they're in Avondale, ericsfamilybbq.com. They've got all the greatest barbecue stuff you've ever wanted in your life. And uh, ask Anthony or Casey for a photo of their son's senior picture. <laughs> That's all you have to do because Anthony sent it to me yesterday and I pooped laughing that. Their their senior son. Let me see if I can show. Said, uh, please make fun of my son's senior photo. Oh, it's that's a tight. Full, he wore, and this is I idolize him. It is a full. Um, look at that face too. He's mean mugging. I didn't see the face. Of the, it's a the uh, leopard. That's like Dwayne this, Johnson. It's He's a got the tight jaw, leopard skin cabana outfit, matching shorts, matching. It is. He's 75 years old in a senior picture. It's fantastic. I won't make fun of it. I, That's how you do it. I, I want to achieve that someday. I've put on cabana wear. Not for me. I look insane. <laughs> yeah. Like I look like Jeffrey Dahmer would be nervous about me. Some people can pull off cabana wear. I highly recommend doing it. We saw that black albino and... Oh, you weren't with me. It was Mark, uh, Los, uh, Los Angeles. And that black albino had cabana gear on. And he pulled a hot girl out of the hot tub. <laughs> I mean, you hear what I just said? A black albino in cabana wear because of his confidence? The hot chick was following him around. The, it was beautiful. I wear it. I look like a villain on a James Bond movie. <laughs> yeah. You could actually pull it off, I think. At this age, I think where you are right now, that I'm not trying anymore thing will work for you. To make, where it kind of looks festive. Like, you should shuffleboard in it. <laughs> I just look insane. I look like it's a costume for a, you know, like an insane asylum. They would make us wear these outfits. I've tried. Yeah, you look like you're not in charge of your outfit. Right. It's like you, Brett, with the sweatpants. You want to do it, but you're not there yet. <laughs> I got the, the top. I got I the jacket down. The Italian matching sweatpants. Sweat. Next All Italians suit. have the jacket down. Right. I don't think you can not pull that off. But he can't time. go to the pants yet. It's oh, not. Don't, you don't, found, you're close. You haven't found the right ones. He's got to get the silver wings. You can wings. do it, Brett. You can do it. Yes, you need the poly wings. He's you right. can't do it. Right. <laughs> oh, I'll do not it. yet. It's close. Oh, I, I, I can do cabana. Medea's sitting there going, "Oh, you'll laugh." Is there? Oh, she's that's her future. God damn you, Holmberg. She needs something called radical acceptance. <laughs> that's just going to happen. Just we might as well embrace it now. Uh, it's time for the hot releases. Thanks to Eric's Family Barbecue, Anthony and Casey, and congratulations to their. Uh, son who's graduating in his 
Tiger outfit. <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, thank you. Uh, Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. That's where you need to go. Take care of it. Uh, who's for Ella? Tell right. go first. Quickly, a uh, game I have is Cannon Dancer. It's being released on all platforms. It is one of those uh, 16-bit retro games. It's kind of a side-scroller. It looks like a little bit like Contra. Okay. Like the old Contra, but it's they're doing a lot of these new games where it's... Uh, um, yeah, this looks like an 80s game. Yeah, but it's got all new features and everything like that. So they take advantage of the 16-bit technology, but really. advancing. If, like if I paid $600 for my damn PS5 oh, yeah. and I'm, <laughs> yeah. getting, I'm getting Atari graphics, yeah. I'm kind yeah, of like right. a little pissed. That's fair. But yeah, it is cool. It, it is, is cool like for a retro game. thing. It's Absolutely. retro cool, and maybe the game's fun. But There's going to be some seizures on that one. All right. Yeah. On Prime yeah. Video, uh, the lady at my house is real excited about this one. The Marvelous Miss Maisel Season Maisel. 5. You know you set up about on, on 400 Friday. emails saying you are the lady of the I know. <laughs> I know. I set it up. <laughs> Don't do that to yourself. Boys at it again. This is Maisel. You the Marvelous Miss Maisel. A terrifying connection. Seem to be experienced. That's enough. That's, you know it by <laughs> now. Already? If you don't, you're not yeah. going to find it. Right. Uh, Am I being unreasonable? Is new on Hulu, uh, and it debuts, I believe, uh, tomorrow. It's is a that British a person. It's a British I'm so unfair. It's a fat the British woman and a little person. I'm lacking in my life. Is like real connection. Her husband's a miniature. Possibly oh, that's because her. I'm insecure. I've got no mates. So it's Jen, isn't it? Your Nick. Yeah. 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 Do you want some gin? Oh, yes, I yeah. could kiss you. Don't do that. Just make it weird. You're great. I try. Is that supposed to be funny or did I miss it? Drinking with her friends? It's girl comedy. Yeah. Girl comedy. We all missed it. Perfect way to put it. American Manhunt, the Boston Marathon bombing. They've done another series of the Manhunt documentaries, and this is the latest. Everyone was happy. It couldn't have been a more picture-perfect day. We're coming up on the 10th anniversary. Damn accent. Heavy. Yeah, exactly. This was a situation that struck terror into everybody. Everyone is now scrambling to understand what exactly happened. Here, we don't I still find the oddness of this day to be that Brett was at Pub Rock hosting Chris Cornell. Right. While this was going on in the background. The oh, that's right. Yeah. The Boston Police Department hit and Chris Cornell sang four beautiful songs, acoustic. And this was on the TV the whole time. Who did this? We'll find out why they did this. We knew- All right, so and we'll do nothing. You can look into that. Uh, new series on Netflix, Florida Man. Under oh, the sun, right. under the gun, discover the mystery behind the meme in Florida Man, a new Netflix limited I'm series. I'm my bet. By working for the gangster you owe it to? Make sure she gets home, okay. Is this about a Florida man, or is it so, yeah? Jokes about Florida man. Probably was, though. Uh, Murder mystery. Hello? She's gone. Oh, the girl's missing. All right, that might be pretty good. So you go, Florida man. Uh, Obsession on Netflix is another new series starting out. It is. Who's that? Not have any description. <laughs> it's just a show. It's a show about Jason girlfriend Cologne. I think he's worried about chasing us. Should he be? A lot of heavy British Brady, are you in this show? Because heavy breathing. Yeah. Yeah. You hear the whistling. <laughs> Brady's whistling nostril. Obsessed with that microphone. Uh, Titans season four, the final episode. So they split season four of Titans into two separate. 
feels. This is the second set, I believe, in the final episodes of Titans you on HBO Max. No this is the one that's the DC got Robin. And blood. Oh, that. yeah. And I'm going to change the world. Is it any good? It's not bad. Yeah. It's not bad. It's it's adult, you know, Where the superhero stuff. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Actual brawn? Not actual brawn. Oh, okay. I wish. That'd be awesome. Black Lady Sketch Show, season four, for Just For You, Brett, on HBO. <laughs> premieres on yes, Friday, sir. I believe. Yuzu, yarami. Yes. Yikes. Ah! Yippee-ki. Mother... actually seen a couple sketches on that that are really Is it funny. funny. Yeah. There's a couple of them that are just Brett, terrible. You die. All right. Some okay. are Medea funny and some are just dumb. And then there's a couple I've seen that I'm actually like, that's really clever. On Apple Plus, Jane, uh, inspired by the work of Dr. Jane Goodall, Jane Garcia is on a quest to save endangered animals. There's a Brady show. It starts Friday. Yeah, yeah. Kids. kids show. This is going to be for you and Kirby. There's a cool needle-nosed crocodile in there. And it's kids. Oh, it's kids pretending. These can't swim. Based on the mission of Jane Goodall. The animals. Next. Yeah, I don't want to watch kids doing anything. <laughs> right. Show me Jane Goodall doing That's the actual it, Brett, you're up. <laughs> Garbage. <laughs> I don't watch kids doing things. Dumb. All right. Uh, let's see here. Where do we start? Kids aren't going to save... Apes, knock it off. <laughs> Jane Goodall was a doctor for crying out loud. Two children aren't going to do anything. This week's not too bad for releases. So far, we got uh, Atreyu is going to be releasing uh, an EP, The Hope of Spark. This is Watch Me Burn. All right. Skip ahead a little. Who's Atreyu coming with? They're oh, coming with they right? Or they already play. Everybody's coming. Hollywood Undead. We had them at U-Fest yeah. years ago. This is uh, Undead Evil. Ridiculous energy on stage. Is there a band I like better live than yeah. I do on album? Yep. Holy or unholy, I'm nothing, I'm nobody. Leave no one behind till the day that I die. I am a walking contradiction, war and peace, indecision. All these voices keep on talking and I cannot help but hear him. You know what? It's kind of ruined it for me, too. It's all I hear. Here it comes. See what they give you. Didn't expect that. Yeah, that's. it sounds like Lincoln. Yeah, it's pretty good. I don't mind that one either. Hollywood Undead. All right, uh, it's two for two, Brett. John Gordon would be happy as hell. No, where am I? Run it right here. Oh, L- L.A. Guns. Yes. Which side? No way. It's, it's I have Tracy, Tracy Guns or the guys Tracy, left? Right? I don't know. There's two versions. I can yeah, never that's tell. That's Tracy Guns right there. Yep. This should be the good version. We'll see. Wrong turn because you're missing the sign. Can't see from the tears in your eyes. Long talks, but the voice is mine. No. I can't afford to. I don't know why. Why? 
Like, if you sat next to that guy at a restaurant, you're like, look at this weirdo who thinks he's a pirate. But when they're rock stars, somehow it works. Plus, got to get enough makeup on? Man, he picked Gene Simmons. He looks like he's an actor. <laughs> an undertaker. On stage. Scooch forward a little bit. It's a little like Peter Gabriel with long hair. Yeah. Thanks, LA guys. Uh, Overkill. This is uh, the surgeon. These guys have been around for yeah. Like ACDC, you know what you're getting with yep. Overkill, I imagine. Yeah, yeah, I don't think they're going to be breaking many new, uh, new ground here. Yeah. Yes! Exactly what I expected. Oh, oh, I heard oh. a bad word. All it's right. like an updated right. uh, Overkill. Schoolhouse Rocks. <laughs> so, yeah. Metallica. You watch different Schoolhouse Rocks than I did. New yeah. Metallica finally hits. Oh, I mean, we've going. all heard this song, but this is If Darkness Had a Song. The album's out. Uh, comes out 12th. on Friday. The 12th. That's right, yeah. Friday. Okay, so this is uh, 72 seasons, and we got a lot coming up with that, too. Big weekend. Huge weekend coming up on this. Let's just... I mean, we've all heard this song, but this song's cool. Yeah. Oh, wait, is this the original, the first release? Or is this the last? Uh, no, I think this, this is the second one. The second one. Yeah. Luxie Turner was the first one. Yeah, we're already Luxie on the third one. Wasn't a fan of the third one. No, the one we played yeah. like last week. Yeah. This one I liked a lot. Actually, like Luxie Turner a lot, too. Yeah. It grew on me. Yeah, this one felt like they were trying to sing a Metallica song. Yeah. But it came across like a Metallica song. Yeah, I like this one. A minute 30 of intro. Yeah. Uh, and Margaret's got a new CD wow. coming out. She's covering uh, Born to be Wild here. She's alive. Yeah. This is Ann Margaret. Oh, yeah. She's got to be 85 years old. Modern coverage, yeah. uh, as far as I know, yeah. This is Ann Margaret recently singing this? Well, remember when uh, was it Pat Boone did it? Yeah, years ago. Pat Boone did metal. Yeah, we. Yeah. Oh, this is about to be sad. Oh no! She was a smoke show. David Lee Roth trying yeah. to sing nowadays. Yes. <laughs> All right, Timey, we got to get to N word right. or F word. All right, ah. and I'll skip this. Oh, what's one, that then. one? We got it. Uh, this is oh, tight. Ina Crystal it. Nails. Next. All those diamonds on the dance floor. Is this a Kim Petra situation? No, it's actual woman. Ooh. I did look it up. <laughs> it makes sure. <laughs> it's like a whole bunch of Kylie Jenner's and an Asian one. Is it Inna? I don't think so. She's Romanian. Right, so right, right, right. I'm the super, it's a mega 
Virginia. Oh, I like her. Turn around. All right, she's afraid to show her ass, which means yep. she's a fast. Okay, part. next. All right, <laughs> time for N word or F word. This is Ice Cube's Friday. Ooh. Uh, I don't remember who won. N word. <laughs> no, I think John won. So you get it first. I'll say F word on this one. Okay. Straight across angry F word. Brady, go ahead. Angry N word. All right. All right. Here we go. go friendly N Good luck. Love the Mariners hat, though, in that video. Yes. I'm on a streak. <laughs> you are down. You're so strange. I am so hood right now. You know, Trip came in and said, you sound better now. And ever since then, he's like cursed me with allergies. I can't stop sneezing. My nose is clogged up. I blame him. Maybe I'm allergic to Trip. There you go. Those are your hot releases brought to you by Eric's Family Barbecue, Eric's Family BBQ. Eat mesquite, repeat. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. Still streaming. Holmberg's morning sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Now let's get the heck out of here, shall we? It's uh, about time for that entertainment drill, which is brought to you by our friends over at React Defense. It is the House of Brews. They call it that. It's the home of Tactical Black, and it is where you go to become a better version of yourself. I hate to even bring it up. I don't like talking about this stuff. But again, another shooting yesterday. Another one. And I know that's becoming a like a day-to-day thing. But you're thing. saying it was today. I'm like, oh, I missed this one? No, we didn't. Okay, we, as God. far as I know, we've made it through today without a shooting. But the, uh, you know, it's not something to use as a ploy to get you to go to defend yourself. But I got an email from a guy and it kind of sent a chill down my spine when he emailed. And he goes, John, all these things you talk about, like, you know, the shootings and things that we're all bringing up. And, and he said, when is it happening here? And that's the now that's in the people. Shut your mouth. I know it's in the back of your mind. I don't want it to happen here. But when and it seems inevitable, the way this is going around, that eventually a city of our size is going to have something stupid happen. Stupid stuff going on all the time. Hopefully never a shooting. But you know what? You can be prepared for it. That's the craziest thing in the world to say. But they get you prepared for it. They've got all sorts of seminars, uh, gun safety training. Uh, you know what to do if you've got a gun pointed at you in any situation. Uh, you know, handgun, long gun. Rifle, whatever you got. I mean, you're looking at that stuff, and you're like, man, I have no idea what would happen if somebody wandered into the room and just started going. They have an active shooter seminar. They got all these things coming up. And, in fact, they've got a gun safety course that's uh, full up for this one. They're going to do another one in August because this one is so power-packed and just jammed up. They got a full room. Uh, it's amazing what you start looking into when you're like, man, when the world goes sideways, do I know what to do? And that's what you need to start thinking about. Can I be a sheepdog or will I always be a sheep? I'll train you right out of that real darn fast. Reactdefense.com. That's the place to go. Just start being a better you. Sheepdog, not sheep. We need more of them. Uh, sheepdog, that is. Uh, it's the home of Tactical Black, Phoenix, Glendale, and Chandler. Brady, entertain me. Betty White's home in Brentwood has been demolished. That's right. It smelled like old ladies and dogs. <laughs> She'd lived there since the 60s. 
but after she died in 2021, it was purchased by a dentist and his wife, and for a little more than uh, $10 million, they didn't. They wanted to start over from the ground up, yeah. so they scraped it. It was a pretty modest house. Yeah, you don't live in Betty's memories. 3,000 square feet, five bedrooms, six bathrooms, and a pool. But it's on great land, and you put a new modern house on that thing, you just probably bumped it up to about $20 million. We have the uh, celebrity death legendary Mad Magazine cartoonist Al Jaffe. Oh, no kidding. He was 102. I was going to say, that guy had to be ancient. I wouldn't have guessed 100. 50 but... years. Right. Or cartooning yeah. Mad Magazine. Coloring in Alfred E. Newman. Is Russell... that still a thing? Is Mad Magazine still around? I think it is. Is it? Yeah. Wow. Russell Crowe's new movie, The Pope's Exorcist is based on the supposed true story of a priest who performed exorcisms at the Vatican or for the Vatican. Right. Unfortunately, that hasn't earned an endorsement of the International Association of Exorcists. (laughs) There's a group? They've only seen the trailer and they're not impressed, which uh, they have no (laughs) idea how much they've actually promoted this movie now. There's a group of exorcists that are like, no, not accurate enough. They say the movie doesn't give a reliable picture of such a delicate and relevant topic. Instead, its purpose is to arouse strong, unhealthy emotions, such as anxiety, restlessness, and fear. There's no such thing. They also think the movie will instill the conviction that exorcism is abnormal, monstrous, and frightening phenomenon. Well, what is it? It's the exact opposite of it's what occurs fun. in the context of exorcism. So you're getting rid of bad spirits in the most fun way ever? Yeah. Wow, that sounds nice. I'd like to see that. Why don't they ever televise their exorcism? Oh, because they're phony charlatans. That's why. Because they can't televise it. It would prove they're not doing anything. Kim Kardashian will be... In season 12 of American Horror Story. Sorry, Horror Brady, Story. that was... Sorry, sorry. Cheap shot. <laughs> Not inaccurate. <laughs> She'll star alongside Emma Roberts. It'll air this summer. Eddie Van Halen's guitar from Hot for Teacher. The video? It's up for... Yeah, on the video, we'll be uh, auctioning off. 275 Oh, that's well over a mil. You think? Oh, 100%. They're expecting two million, three mil, what? Up to three mil. Paul Marshall just sold Starting- everything he owns, <laughs> and he and he's got a hundred thousand yeah. dollars <laughs> in debt. Starting bid is opening bid is one point eight. No kidding. Eddie gave it gave the guitar to one of the band's drum techs when he retired in nineteen ninety. Wow! But it has changed ownership several times since then. I would figure like the beat it guitar, nineteen eighty four. Like Jump, I guess. Hot for teachers on that one. Panama. Like, there's a ton of, like, even the stuff off Van Halen 1. Like, all those guitars. Well, one from, from Van Halen 2, he buried with dime. I, the, the only one oh, I could really. right. Yeah, yeah the only one that. I. The difference. I mean, that's the only one I would it's associate with Eddie. The, the black other guitars, and red striped one. Yeah, it's red and white. Well, it's got black on it, too, doesn't it? Yeah. It's got black and red stripes. And he made them himself. But. Like, this is, that's the one. Wasn't that in other videos? Oh, there's only five total, aren't Still, that's $3 million. That's crazy. You're uh, overpaying. That's the Mark McGuire home run ball. Oh, yeah. 
Finally, Metallica is hosting a marching band competition where high schools and college bands can win instruments and equipment for their program by submitting videos of themselves playing Metallica songs. The deadline is November 16th. That's pretty cool. Be ready for college football game halftime. Finally. No more sloopy. Division one gets seventy five grand. Division two and three forty thousand dollars. High school gets fifteen grand. I'd rather, I'd much rather hear, uh, you know, uh, the, the the nightmare song by a, by a band than I would. I, Brett just turned on Van Halen. Than I would uh, uh, Louie Louie anymore. College they, bands they are suck. Calling for specific songs too. For whom the bell tolls, fade to black and oh, enter yeah. Sandman. This is the guitar, huh? About the tuxedos. Yeah, that's the white, red, and black one, right? Looks that's like most right. of the other ones he had. I was going to say this one just so happened to be the one in the video, I guess. See, I always thought this song was kind of their fourth or fifth best one off this album. I thought it was just yeah. There is, uh, I see that now. That one black yeah. streak right yeah, there. It's black in it. Anyway. I would have assumed that the beat it one. What's that got to go for? But I don't think the the beat it one was like in videos and stuff, so it wasn't a visual thing because he didn't he wasn't in the video. That could be. Or what was he? Was it on? Was he in beat it? Which one was he? he yeah, I played it. the lead on that, and then that guy uh, Steve from Toto was That's the main right. guitar player. He Eddie did the leads. Anyway, ah, what are you gonna do? Three million bucks too much money for a guitar. <laughs> Well, tell Paul Marshall that. Yeah, he just sold everything. Yeah, well, that's still, he's way, way, way far away. <laughs> <laughs> he sold all his plasma and that prehistoric skeleton he's got underneath all that skin. <laughs> still ain't going to make it. Uh, it's 10.09. Larry McFeely's coming up next, and he might have some foo tickets for you as well. Uh, announced that show this morning. Avenged Sevenfold also coming to town. Uh, with Falling in Reverse, that's an amazing show. October is going to be packed full of concerts. The whole summer... All the way through to November, we got you covered. Uh, we're going to cover this whole uh, city in music the entire year. It's great. Uh, and that's good stuff. Larry will have concert tickets for you, maybe even some U-Fest stuff as well. Uh, you got to be nice to Larry. Find out how you can win them. That's as easy as it gets. We're done. We will see you tomorrow right here in the Morning Sickness. So long. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.